Are you looking for an all-in-one destination for all things pro wrestling? Well, look no further than PWPNation.com. News, rumors, videos, podcasts, and exclusive articles written by the PWP Nation staff. PWP Nation has been dominating the wrestling world since 2012 and is one of the most trusted sources in all of professional wrestling. Please join the community today by following us on Twitter at PWP Nation, on Instagram at PWP Nation, and guess who makes all those pictures on their Instagram? Me, because I'm the face that runs the Instagram place. And be sure to like and follow our official Facebook page by visiting facebook.com slash PWP Nation. PWP Nation, where wrestling discussion lives. What's up, everybody? Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast. Guys, say what up. Yellow. Hi. Hey. Are you looking for a new podcast? You looking for a little bit of weirdness, a little bit of craziness? We got you. Come join us, man. Anywhere that you get your podcast, you can find us there, especially Apple Podcasts. We're all about crazy. I mean, Keith, let me ask you, how many times a day do you catch yourself saying the word crazy? Like, this is crazy. That person's crazy. Or somebody tells you some news and, what? what, what that's crazy. Minimum of 82,000 times. That's crazy high. Griff, what about you, man? When's the last time that you heard some, some news or some stories that were so ridiculous, so crazy? That it made you have a genuine good laugh. Oh, not since I found out there were people living in the center of the earth. What about both? Let me ask both of you. When's the last time you heard a conspiracy theory that wasn't crazy? Am I right? Oh, not since I heard about people living in the center of the earth. <laughs> well, listen, come join us every Monday where you can listen to us break it down and tell you some stuff that you've never heard. I guarantee that. Check us out anywhere that gets your podcast, especially Instagram at ABC Podcast, Twitter at underscore ABC Pod, Facebook backslash ABC Pod. Come hang out with us every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We'll see you then, and shout out to the offended podcast. Toodles. Bye-bye. Welcome to Offended, presented by PWP Nation. It's Tricky with Stoutsy. What's up, fuckers? <laughs> Stoutsy's a little mad because I just beat him in NHL. And Barely. Amazing comeback. Barely. Barely. You want to ex- explain what just happened? Because it was amazing. I will. I pretty much whooped ass. You didn't. Yeah, I'm the better goal scorer. Plain and simple. It was 6-6. It, to six. Six. it took me less shots to score 6. You're such a dish. And then... You fucking tie it. What I called it, I said, you're going to tie it up with a weak goal. 0.2 seconds left. 0.2 seconds and left. And you fucking hits off the goalie, flies in the air. My guy hits it off the post. And Tage Thompson had a, Steen comes in with a bitch poke check. Better Tage Thompson had a uh, five-point game. <laughs> That's bullshit. And then he's three on three. I mean, all you got to do is get an open guy. And it's, yeah, it was the first shot in overtime that I won. Just do better. That's how I feel about just that. Just do better. Fuck you. You walk in here and you think that you run an HL and I put on a show. And I know you're worried. Do. You were pissing your pants. That's nah. how fucking scared you were. Nah. You got lucky. Nah. We got two people over here playing. They are. Yeah. They're very we're, into it. They're very into it. There are a studio audience who's not paying attention to us. No. No. <laughs> no, they're not. They're in the game. They are in the game. Scores 2-1. We'll keep you updated for those listening at home. <laughs> <laughs> the old listeners up north. The old listeners up north. Look, you know how many biscuits get in. Oh, somebody just got a five-minute oh. major. He's out of the game. He's out that? of the fucking game. Get out 
Get out of here. Boston, Boston Bruins penalty. Five minutes. Uh, the I think it's David Backus. Oh, no, it's not. That's 47. Oh, Boston guys are Nobody cheap. knows what we're talking Real about. Cheap. Tori Krug, he's out of the game. All right, so anyway. How was your weekend, Southsy? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bad. Uh, it was Christmas. It was Christmas weekend. Uh, I worked a little bit. Oh, I went out Saturday. Are you, did you... Did you celebrate? I thought you're Jewish. No, I'm Hanakian. Hanaka. Is that a thing? Yeah, it Hanakian. is now. <laughs> I'm gonna get a T-shirt made for that. <laughs> but um, no, I didn't do shit. I uh, went to Bombers Saturday. Got pretty fucked up. Ended up at Barney's. I texted you. Got no response. When? Figured you were dead there. Uh, Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Saturday was... I did text you back, so it was Naked Ladies Christmas Eve. 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 Mm-hmm. We were out. I went to the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill Sports Lounge. I don't know By the way, you texted me. owner was like, hey, you're tricky. We we like sponsor your podcast from time to time. Are you? Do you guys want to record here? And we're like, yeah, sure, definitely. So we'll do an, our first ever... On-site, on-site recording. When are we doing this? I told him it'll be after the holidays. I don't yeah, know. Probably, cool. I want to do it like around the All-Star game, like break, you know? What's the All-Star break, February? It's getting there. It's close. Yeah. That you did be... text me back, by the way. What? You did text me back. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, sorry. I knew it did, you dumb idiot. Sorry. Anyway, Christmas is this past weekend. I got tickets to UFC here. Hmm. It's called Trade Center. When's that? January 14th, I think. Dude, the fight starts at like 4 in the, like four p.m. Like 4 in the, four in the morning? Is that what you're about to say Almost. there, kid? It's usually when like, you know, the night's winding down for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So cool. You're a villain. Yeah. because you got says. a villain hat. <laughs> Nerd. 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 No, that was, uh, that was it. How was your Christmas? Yeah, it's Christmas. Same. It's the same. It's the same thing every year. I just didn't like. I woke up and was like, All right. "It's like, why, like, why do we do this every year?" And it's I like people know. enjoy stuff that happens all the time or gets repeated all the time, like wrestling. You know, it's like, why do we watch that? Like, I enjoy the <laughs> three things because <laughs> we're fucking marks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bullet Club, Marty Scroll, and uh, Cody Rhodes liked my tweet. That was cool. Oh yeah, a Christmas present. You got a couple. Yeah, those are nice gifts. Those were nice gifts. Nice gifts. Nice, nice tits. Nice, huge gifts. <laughs> the fuck! <laughs> this is starting off like so weird. <laughs> I was really, I got really drunk last night after the Blues game. Oh yeah. I woke up this morning just still drunk, probably. And I just feel like I'm slap happy now. Mm-hmm. Same here. And now that I, I'm elated because I beat you in NHL with 0.2 seconds, it was what a beautiful moment. It will never be forgotten in the history of NHL. I'll whoop your ass after this. No, you won't. I will. I've never lost in this house. At, we have a name. Do we? We do have a name. Did you? Uh, I've asked people, like, what do you think of this name? Everyone has agreed to the name. I think you're just making this up so you sound cool. Cockpit Studios. Down. <laughs> <laughs> C- 
Cockpit Studios. Cockpit we go from studios. Dick Cum Studios to Cockpit. Talk, cock, cock I can't pick. speak anymore. Cockpit. Everybody send. Cockpit. Uh, everybody send uh, Tricky a cockpit. The cock. The cockpit. His number That's is. It's really hard to say, actually. Cockpit. The cockpit. I don't think it's that hard. Cockpit. Here we go. Cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing that like people listen to our show. So. <laughs> no shit. Cockpit Studios. Cockpit. I think it's just the cockpit. The cockpit. The cockpit. Welcome to the cockpit. We should get pilot seats. We should. Mm. <laughs> uh, passengers, please fasten your seatbelts for the gayest podcast That's ever. <laughs> oh, that munch and box sound never gets old. So, this weekend, New Year's Eve, got any plans? Got any plans? I have no plans yet. Which I'm okay with, kind of. So I really don't give a shit about New old. Year's. New Year's is pretty dumb. It's pretty overrated. I mean, it's fun, but it's just... It's overrated. Know. Yeah. I don't know. It's the same thing every year. Oh, the bowl's dropping. Oh, it's a new day. Yeah. Oh, let's spend $90 to go get shit face somewhere in nice yeah, clothes. Part of my, it's like, part of my take's like, dude... It's ninety bucks, and you get like a little like ounce of champagne. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. And half the time you don't even get it because they're spilling it everywhere, and nothing's on time, and you're just standing there with your dick in your hand. Hey, it takes you like what twenty, thirty minutes to get a drink. Yeah, it's like oh, you get to start off the new year kissing someone you like. Where it's like yeah, that's cool and all, but like it's I nice could just. It's nice if you have VIP though. You know. It's nice if we have VIP from Mr. Wilson over here, who's Michaelis. Yeah. It's just not worth it for me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing like this. So, naked lady wanted to go to a Harry Potter thing, like themed like, like New Year's party. Hmm. I'm actually kind of where it's off Washington Avenue. Okay, downtown St. Louis. That'd be fun. Actually, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually looking forward to it. I think the only New Year's thing I've wanted to go to is. uh, I got a party bus the next day, like the 1920s kind of thing. Got a party bus the next day? Yes, I do. For what? Just a party bus. New Year's Day party bus. Oh, nice. Yeah. Shmee. Shmee nice. I have nothing planned at all. I'm a fucking loser. What are you laughing? You're right there. Oh, beer almost came out of my nose. Ah. Started, <laughs> I started laughing because Sam started laughing. Because <laughs> we're stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I got going for me this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. And let's, uh, let's give it a little... Uncensored's back. Yay! Good first episode, boys. They mentioned me in the show, and I'm sorry I wasn't listening live. Uh, that's my bad. I had Christmas and you know engagements going on. I was with my fam. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry about yeah. that. But I'll listen next time whenever you do it. I don't know when you guys are doing it. But hey, Uncensored's back. Go check it out. Check it. Check it out. So... With moving on. Was well, there uh, more PWP announcements? We have Patron or Patreon or how you ever pronounce that. Uh, how did you, you guys can that? go do that? Go to so give them a shout out. I don't know how to pronounce that, but it's P A T R E O N. I think it's I think it's Canadian. I think so. Yep. But so basically, what this is, we're trying to create a revenue here and trying to create a cash flow for the upcoming 2018 year. Yep. And in doing so, we are a small little company now trying to make some money. So if you guys could, whoever's listening, please go to that website. We'll put it in the link 
We'll put it in the description because I don't I don't know how to pronounce it. And I don't think anybody really does. I think it's a mystery. Yep. Patreon. Patreon. Pat Patreon. 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 But please go. It's one dollar a month. If you can't spare one dollar a month, you something's not right in your life. That's all I'm gonna say. Do the uh, do the phenomenal promo. Yeah, the phenomenal it's $1. promo. It's one dollar. It's one dollar. But if you're feeling generous, you can go all the way up to five, and I'm pretty sure you can do a custom one. If you're feeling really generous, you can do twenty bucks a month. It's freaking amazing. It's freaking phenomenal, right? And we're gonna do more of those where like you know, like you get some stuff if you're like a five dollar person, whatever, yeah. and like you get like shouted out from PWP. But we're gonna do another one for like ten bucks, and you're gonna get like an exclusive like thank you from Stoutsy and I. Yeah, because we're like famous. Uh, possibly some contest drawings if it gets big enough and yeah. stuff. And we're we're like famous. Yeah. Cougar was supposed to be here tonight, but his yeah, car is frozen. Started Apparently, frozen it's frozen here. Yeah, we got a little bit of cold weather down here. It is like all. it was eight degrees last night. It's fucking cold. This game, and my face was hurting. Yeah, like bad. Like it was hurting, extremely bad. But other than that, yeah, that's the PWP news and stuff. And like, so yeah, but we have some exciting news. That's probably hopefully we can announce next week. Hopefully we can announce next week because it hasn't happened yet. It's all good, Stoutsy. Stoutsy wanted to announce it right now. But we're gonna wait. <laughs> my bad. And it might be announced just via Facebook. Honestly, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Sorry, just trying to plug. You didn't say anything. Sorry, I've kind of forgot. That's my bad. I've kind of forgot to <laughs> no, tell. I Stoutsy feel bad because I haven't told. Just other cut people it out. Yet. Cut this all out. I've only told like three people: yeah. Naked Lady, Mister Wilson, and you were the only people that know. Well, it's on Facebook. Did you post it on Facebook? You, you did. No, I didn't. You shared it. That? No. not. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the other thing. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even say anything about that. That's what I was talking about. Oh, I thought you were talking about this whole thing that you just went on a spiel no, on. It's a mystery now. Tune in next week to see what uh. we're talking about. <laughs> I legit thought you meant the like, Patreon thing. I was like... No, I don't care about I that. Like, Please help us out. Yeah. I just figured we... I don't know if you planned on shouting that out at all, but... Yeah, no, not the other. <laughs> you made me feel like such a dick. <laughs> I quit, dude. Oh, man. This is just a shit show of an episode. Cougar was supposed to be here. His car is frozen. <laughs> we were so thrown off right now. We were waiting. We were supposed to record like an hour ago, and we're just now starting. So I'm like frustrated, but also happy at the same time because Stoutsy lost an NHL with 0.2 seconds left in the game. So, yep. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. But uh, yeah, so today's episode is going to be basically all just a year in review of 2017. We're going to count down. <laughs> Stoutsy can't keep it together right now. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> We're going to count down like the best albums, best songs, best wrestlers, best matches. Yeah. Uh, we we're supposed to do a UFC top fights because that was Cougars thing, but yeah. that's deleted. It's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, Cougar was supposed to be here. Yeah, who's your but favorite his car cougar? got who's frozen. Your favorite cougar? Mine probably Jeff hmm. mm. I don't think she's a mom. Well, she can be considered a mom. Well, I guess a MILF is yeah, Cougar her MILF, Brian there's a, a difference. Kid. What's that? I think her and Brian have a kid, don't they? No, that's Angelina. Yeah. They have like ninety. 
across the globe. Who's your village? Who's your favorite? I'll take one village of children, please. Is that cash or credit? Brad? Brad? Call your friend Matt Damon. He's got money. Um. So, yeah, since Cougar's not going to be here to do the fucking top UFC fights, I guess we should do, like, top ten porn stars of 2017. You want to replace it with that? We could. Mr. Wilson, what do you think? Since, since Cougar's not going to be here for the show tonight, when he was supposed to be here, yeah. were you supposed to do the top ten, like, UFC fights of 2017? Should we do, like, top ten, like, porn stars 2017 instead? Which porn star had the best dick of 2017? <laughs> Who had the best cum shot of 2000? <laughs> uh, Who was that? Hmm, let me think. Was it Johnny Sins? Maybe. Find out later. <laughs> I, I delete my history as soon as I get done jerking off, so I have no idea. Jimmy goes incognito. <laughs> I black out after it. I have no idea what happened. Just wake up with Kleenexes everywhere. <laughs> Wet wipes everywhere. <laughs> Leaves your skin feeling mighty soft. <laughs> oh shit, did I come? <laughs> Alright. So since Cougar's not here, I think Stoutsy has a little treat for everybody to make up for. Right now? Yeah. I think we should just do it, get it over with. What were you Do what you were doing before. <laughs> what? One song? What? Two strums? What? So funny over there, Todd. Laughing like a jackass. So stupid. What? <laughs> Quit interrupting me. You're Drop so- you on that stack of dimes you call an X, son. You need to work on your Stone Cold impression, man. <laughs> Is it as bad as uh, Gallows and Anderson's? They walk dry. Whoa. Stomping mud holes. No, Gallows actually does a good impression of Strumming Stone Cold. Dry, son. What? <laughs> I can't. This damn cord. <laughs> In my way. Dude, actually, I've been meaning to bring this up. So I re-listened to the episode last week, just the question time part. Of like gangbang the goat or whatever we call it, mm-hmm. and naked lady tells us, "Do not say your answers out loud." <laughs> and you go, "Oh, I got it, nine. <laughs> I would have won too." She was so pissed. Oh, I know. You're not supposed to say it, and I would have won because you didn't know how many fucking reindeer there was. Yeah, well, I said Coca Cola, and that still got taken away. I've re-listened to it. I was in the wrong. I did take it back. I know, so I won. Yeah, well, scoreboard says 2-2 now. Bullshit. Jackass. That's enough of Stone Cold. <laughs> My throat's hurting. <laughs> it does. <laughs> what? <laughs> Thank you, Stone Cold. So, so before we get in all these, like... Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Before we get in all these top tens of the year, uh, do you have a New Year's resolution, Stoutsy? <laughs> what was that? Bagmore pussy. <laughs> Bagmore pussy. That's your New Year's resolution. 
No. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't have no. one. I mean, I really go into each year the same. Actually, I go into each week with like the same cliche of like, all right, go find a better job, save your money, lose weight. <laughs> you offered me a club fitness membership. I did. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Bastard! What, what? What? How did that get brought up? I don't know. I called your voice ugly or some shit, and I don't know. But I don't really have a New Year's resolution. I guess. Uh, Corey, make gr- this podcast keep climbing to the top. There we go. Grab that beautiful butterfly and just keep going. I feel like we're pressing the glass ceiling right now. We're we're grabbing the brass ring, whatever that is. Breast cock ring. Yeah. Um, Grabbing that cock. I'd say my... (laughs) (laughs) I'm too slap happy right now. I don't know if it's a New Year's resolution or just a... I should do it, just get a good job. That's that's my goal. Yeah. That's your goal? What about you? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I just I don't, I don't fucking know. I nailed all of my resolutions oh, from last year. Work on my Stone Cold sure. impression. I get sell my movie script. That's my New Year's resolution. Mm. Make that money. Hope you fucking don't. Thanks, man. Welcome. Appreciate that. But you asked me, "Are we doing New Year's resolutions tomorrow?" And I said yes. And you said, "Okay, mine is to knock you in the mouth until you look halfway normal." And then I said. <laughs> My New Year's resolution is to give you a club membership, <laughs> a club fitness membership. <laughs> a club me- to the Bullet Club? Oh, yeah, because you're a Bullet Club member now. Yeah, and then you, but your response, girl's dick. your response made me laugh out loud. You go, I'm legit laughing. No joke. I did. I was laughing. It was pretty funny because I think I was sitting there eating and I was like, ha, ha, son of a not bitch. the worst offer. <laughs> but Corey Grown said his New Year's resolution is to get laid. There you go. If- Cheers. Hope you do. Does that mean he hasn't gotten laid in a while, though, do you think? I don't know. Hmm. I don't want to bash our listeners, but... <laughs> Version. Guy can't get his dick wet in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> we bash our listeners. <laughs> they love it. They do. They want more. It's called offended for a reason. Yeah. Bricks. Oh. Bricks. Dude, I started laughing and a fart came out. It's a little... Yeah. <laughs> but Kelsey from Super Kicking with Kelsey on PWP Nation said her New Year's resolution, it's a long one, more wrestling related. Some of my New Year's resolutions are to actually watch more of my wrestling DVDs instead of just displaying them and to get more interviews with wrestlers this year to create even better content for my YouTube channel. Some like small things, but hopefully I can accomplish them. Happy early New Year. Thanks, Kelsey. Like be, yeah, yeah. It's a good resolution. I hope it's a good does. resolution. She uh, gave us a like on the old Instagram. On the old, the, on the old Instagram. So, hopefully, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. That's those are the Happy that's New sweet. Year's. <laughs> yeah, nobody. It's so dumb. It's literally it's just another day. Like cares. Yeah, it's just like nothing new happens. It's not like Happy sudden, New Year. You're a year closer to death. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, disappoint people each year. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Have fun drinking your life away. Yeah. Neat. <laughs> Blow streamers and fucking <laughs> drink 
three dollar bottles of Andre. Uh, I'm going to blow some streamers if you get what I mean. I don't. I'm going to shoot on somebody's. <laughs> <laughs> some you're going to blow some creamers. <laughs> oh my god, she's going to be so mad. She listens. So anyway, <laughs> first top ten of the show. And look, I made a little like. Oh, you made a drum roll. I made like a little pointless thing. Is that a beer opening and then a gunshot? What the f- <laughs> Sorry, didn't know it wasn't done. Yeah, no, it's it's so it's a beer opening, a hockey shot, and then a hockey buzzer. Ah, makes no sense. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. But I'll, I'll do this noise every time that we do a new top ten list. <sighs> <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> It's like somebody's coming out in the Royal Rumble. But, uh. Oh, shit. Did I miss? No. Okay. So, start off with the top 10 albums of 2017. Start from 10. How many albums did you listen to this year? A lot. See, I didn't listen to too many. But there was a lot that I want to listen to mm. that I just haven't gotten mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. What do I have? One, two. Mm-hmm. Five, you counting yours? I got seven that I've listened to this year. Did you just make up the last three? No. Oh, you only have seven? Yeah, but I got I got three albums that I want to listen to. Gotcha. So go go ahead. Start. start Should I go with the ones I want to listen to? Yeah, start off with those. You just want me to name them off? Yeah. So even though you told me wasn't that good, I need to check out Jay-Z's album. Yeah. It's just 444. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Bam is a great song, though. Heard it was. He kind of went a little back to his old stuff, but mm-hmm. wasn't that good. Uh, the Foo Fighters, Concrete and Gold. I forgot about that album. So did I. I came out, and I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to it. And yeah, I did, I did the it. same thing. I was like, oh, yeah, Dave Grohl. And then I forgot because it's the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the- <laughs> I like the Foo Fighters. I like them too, but it's just like it's the same. They're like, they sound the same. I know. It kind of sucks. Uh, and Khaled. That's a fucking heard awesome album. it's a really album. fucking good album. That's an awesome album, actually. Um, American Teen? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, actually, that's on my top ten. So I need to, yeah, I heard it was really good. It's on so, my top ten. He's got a couple Grammy noms. Probably. I think he might have... Grammys don't mean shit anymore, though. No. It's the equivalent of an MTV Music Award now. It's just about popularity. It is. Was it to, like... Not to get racism brought in, but it was like, uh, for the first time ever, no white man in, like, uh, Artist of the Year or something like that. And I was really? Like, I don't... Yeah. And I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah. Um, I can't watch award shows anymore anyways because it's just a political, like... Yeah. Stance on, like, everything there. Right. Plus, you're a horrible host. Me? Yeah. What? Jimmy Kimmel. Oh. F- fuck you. J- fuck fuck you. you. Fuck you. Your best friend uh, is better so yeah, than that's, Will Hunting. That's, uh, let's just say those are my... Uh, Fag. The bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so serious. I'm bringing it back. So, uh, yeah, I only got seven that I've actually listened to. All right, go ahead. Start off. Do you want me to start with seven, or do yeah, you want to start, start with seven, or do you want to go ten, nine, eight, and then we'll both be at seven? All right, I can get. All right, that's fine. That's fine too. At number ten, I have Lonnie. Lonnie. So it's a self-titled album, debut album. Great, great music. Super far, great song. Go look it up. It's a little poppy. A little poppy. A little poppy. Hmm. It was on when you came here, actually. Hmm. Uh, number nine, "Wonderful, Wonderful" by the Killers. Oh, it's another one I didn't listen to. You haven't listened to that? No. It's a pretty good album. Kind of went back like to their older kind of sounding with like a new sound mixed in with it. Gotcha. It's good. It's good. Gotcha. Best song on the album, probably Some Kind of Love. 
It's a really good song. It's kind of slower, but it's really good. Number eight, Gone Now by Bleachers. Bleachers. Yeah, they sang uh, Roller Coaster. Oh. Roller Coaster, no, I won't say no. That song, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I, got them, I, got I saw them live actually this past summer. They were really good. It's my third time seeing them live. IPod, actually, really? yeah. <laughs> Sing uh, off the album. Everybody lost somebody. That's on. Actually, it's in my uh, top twenty for my songs. Okay, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. So at number seven, what do you got for number seven? Uh, out of the albums I listened to, I got Revival because it was the worst of that I've listened to. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean in my top ten. Yeah, I mean, if I would have listened to more, it probably would have been just because I like Eminem and then just to throw it on there. But I did not like that. Album I listened at to all. him. I probably would have been like, eh. "What's well, actually funny though?" The best song on the album is called "Offended." Yeah, like that song is actually awesome. It's a good song. But so other than that, my, I thought that album sucks. That's my shitty number seven. Number seven for me. Number seven is "Flower Boy" by Tyler the Creator. It's a great album. More mellow than from like. His like other stuff. His other stuff's like really like in your face. Like I'm gonna rape you, blah blah. Like, I don't give a fuck about what people think about me. I'm just gonna say like all these like offensive Crazy shit. Thing. Yeah, this was a little more. This like, was like really out. yeah, like thought yeah. out mellow. Like what was it called? Flower Sunflower? boy. Flower boy. The song nine one one. Fucking great song. Very good. I like Tyler. Yeah, I like him too. I saw him a few weeks ago. Great show. Good show. What do you got number six? Uh, I got my boy Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I like it. Oh, yeah. Huh. Not that one. <laughs> that was the multiple. Honey, yeah. I gonna suck my boss. <laughs> then I'm coming your face. Oh, yours was stupid. I'm thinking about shoving <laughs> my thumb in your butt. <laughs> Uh, His acting was so shitty in Game of Thrones. You don't watch Game of Thrones, do you? I haven't watched it yet. No, it's bad. I don't keep up. He's with like pops kids. up out of nowhere too. He's just like sitting on a log, like, "Hey, I'm Ed Sheeran." <laughs> you don't like Ed? It's something about his face. You look like him. <laughs> <laughs> Knew that was coming. That flame boy. Knew there. that was coming. <laughs> Knew that was coming. For me, at number six is American Teen College. Yeah, I need to listen yeah, to that. It's great I album. heard it was really fucking good. Great album. American Teen, uh, Young, Dumb, and Broke. Great songs, great songs. Number five for me is I See You by the XXs. It's like, I thought this was last year's album. I looked it up and it came out in February. I was like, oh, damn. Like, I listened to this album, like, nonstop when it came out. It's a really good album. Big XX fan. I Dare You is probably their best song off that album. And, like, On Hold was really good. Dangerous replica do you consider albums that came out like november december last year of albums this year no really you don't maybe songs off that album but the album no hmm. i just think it's too late in the year to be like oh it's an album of the year i don't think so i mean if it's that good of an album then it could be album of the year that's true like if something came out like maybe like this week hmm. you know yeah. what i mean but no i only got one album like that where it's like, no. like it's late November. No. Yeah. No. See, I don't consider it. Who you got number five? I got you two. Oh wow! Oh, they suck. I hate you two. You got you two at number five. I just said it so that you'll keep songs of show. experience. These are in Say my the opinion. Fucking album name. Give them some goddamn respect. 
asshole. Songs of experience. <laughs> Songs of experience. Experience. I liked it. It's a good album. It is a great album. Good great album. album. My number five is. Oh wait, no. My number four. We're going to four. Actually, you can tell your number four. We'll go that way. We'll are you it. going off like what go. you think are the best, or what did you like? Consider? No, this is what I think is the best. <clears throat> this is my opinion. We'll do like it's like a snake draft. Like you mm. go two, I go two. Get okay. It? Um, I draft going, Vladimir uh, Tarasenko. Going Bruno Mars, twenty four karat magic. That came out this year. Mm-hmm. No. Bro. No way. That's Almost like sixteen, bro. No, I'm like hundred percent positive. That's a, that's two thousand sixteen. I was like, mm, this two thousand sixteen, no. man. No, you're no twenty four karat. No, magic because he's up for album of the year this year. Yeah, because his album came out in like uh, November. Grammys do a dumb. The Grammys do a dumb thing where it's like if they come out past September or something, that's the cutoff. How stupid is that? Like that's the Grammys cutoff is like September. Uh, yeah, no, this was one of one where it was like. But I'll let that slide then. I'll let that slide. We'll have another one almost similar. Uh, no, I don't. I'll that let was it slide. No. I'll let it slide. That You're just a stupid one. idiot, but I'll let it slide. No, I had that one mixed with another <laughs> one I thought came out. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I had two that came out. No, because I don't consider it. No, like things that come out in the right, summer. That's my opinion. Right. Gonna, you don't. You're not in charge you. of music in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but my number four is "Damn" by uh, Kendrick Lamar. Are we on four? Did I skip one? Did you? It should be four. Oh, I did skip four. Was that your three? Was that number? That was three? my third. <laughs> That's number four. Awaken My Love, which came out last like year, December. Yeah, so I'll I'm let it like, slide. It, I don't. You don't I'll have to. Slide. But it's I'm the rule maker. Fucking, I'll let that's slide. four weeks of like music. <laughs> that's stupid. People don't have a chance to listen to it. Well, the, fuck those people. Fuck you. <laughs> Awaken My Love is a great album. It's a good album. Redbone. Redbone. I stay woke. Blank creeping. Can't say it. But uh, every time I'm on it, I just burp nonstop. I know. What's these beers? It's, it's funny when I was like on my first day with Naked Lady, like I just kept burping, hmm. like I couldn't stop. I was like, "Oh my yeah. god," felt so bad. Ugh. But apparently, my looks and cock were okay. Can you cut that? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, um, her parents were like trying to find this, and I'm like, "You cannot let them find this ever." <laughs> yeah, please, ever don't. I'm gonna be like just excommunicated. Yeah. Wait, yeah, so four, I had Awake My Love. Three, I had 24 Karat Magic. There you go. My number three is Pure Comedy by Father John Misty. Who'd you have it for? Damn, Kendrick okay. Lamar. What was your number three? Pure Comedy by Father John Misty. If you ever see him live, he's very dry humor, like doesn't give a fuck. Like, like people were, I saw him open for the Alabama Shakes like a couple years ago and like, People were clapping like after his performance. He's like, "Why are you guys clapping? I suck." Like, <laughs> like just like he's always like really down. Like he doesn't care. And like he was on like this like uh, Seattle radio station. Like they post a lot of shit on YouTube. And like he came on and was like really serious. Like actually like wasn't fucking with like the DJ who usually like he fucks with everybody he talks to. Yeah. He's being like really serious. And she's like. This is really weird. I feel like you're being like very honest, like about like where you live and stuff. He's like, yeah, I just have like a regular house, nothing, no big deal. And he's sat there for a second. He goes, oh wait, I mean, I have like a diamond sink and my water is gold because everybody else sucks. 
But Father John Misty, Pure Comedy, the song Pure Comedy is great. Uh, Total Entertainment Forever is a great song. I think he was on Saturday Night Live. What kind of music is it? Indie. Kind of indie oh, alternative. Okay. It's yeah, good. You're big on the indie stuff. I am. Huge. I'm always behind on the indie stuff. Yeah, get on it. I'm Dumb just behind idiot. on everything, honestly. Yeah. It's because you're too slow. Yeah, that's true. going to make another fat joke. That's true. That's all you got. <laughs> right now it is. What's your number two? My number two is Sleep Well Beast by The National. One of my favorite bands. And that album is phenomenal. Have you listened to it? No, never. Check it out. Great music. And they are also another band that's like hilarious live. I just need to get Spotify and then you can just send me all your shit. We saw, I saw them a few years ago and they were like doing like, they were taping like the show. I think it's on YouTube actually. And he's like, so we're being broadcasted to England right now, but it's like probably like four o'clock in the morning. He's like, you think people are up watching? You think people are up watching and listening to this? And they're like, maybe. And he's like, only the really lonely people. And they're like, the guitarist's like, hi, lonely people. Don't be lonely. He's like, yeah, we're here with you in solace. Fucking losers. <laughs> and you're sitting there like, I'm a fucking loser. He's just laughing. Like, and the other, one other guitarist's like, he didn't mean that. He really didn't mean that. Then he's like, <laughs> Brandon's tracking, he's like tracking album sales in England right now. <laughs> no. They're funny. I like them. They're goofy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sleep Well Beast. Let's check it out. Sleep Well Beast. I had Damn at my number two. Oh. I liked it. It's a good it was, album. It was a good album. I was, so I was going to, one day I was working. I was doing landscaping, working all day. I had my headphones in and, or I had, a head, I had a headphones on that just play like the radio and... I was like, I heard about the album, and I was like, ah, I need to get that today, later. Mm-hmm. And 1041 just played the whole album all day. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, from start to finish. So, listen to it, and I was like... I was walking into the casino the other day, and they were playing, like, from start to finish, played the entire new U2 album. Huh. I was like, this is awesome. Wow. 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 Yeah, wow. I thought it was a really good album. Kendrick. It's good. It's, it's great, creative, man. Who's your number one? Had my boy Logic, everybody. Rocking the sweatshirt. That's one album I didn't listen to. It's good, man. I like him a lot. I usually, like, I'm up to date on, like, all my music. I listen to, like, I try to hear, like, <clears throat> at least every album that comes out, like, once. Like, one go through. I always listen. listen to music. It's uh, it's not so much political as some, most, some of it, like, deals with mm-hmm. issues. It's a really cool album because you listen to it through, and then at the end... Uh, he actually has a documentary you can watch, and he like goes through and like explains deeper into like each song, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, oh, that makes sense. I get that why he says that. Like, mm. it's pretty good. I liked it. It was an album I listened to a lot. Nice. Uh, my number one, I think, is very obvious. What my number one is, Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor <laughs> Swift. Blank space, baby. And you know, you just got to go all the way and shake it off. <laughs> I can't think of the one stupid song she came out with like forever ago. Uh, the newest one that's just a ripoff of uh, I'm too sexy for my shirt. You're a cheerleader. Too sexy for yeah, my shirt. Yeah, that's a ripoff of that and pisses me off. I know, and Wright said Fred. We're like, yeah, it's totally okay if she uses our shit. I'm like, no. No. We'll give her, no. Damn it. God damn it. <sighs> they probably need the money, though. Probably did. Yeah. They got so a Taylor Swift's your number one? That's no. impressive. You 2 Songs of Experience is my number one. Obviously, phenomenal album. One of their best albums they've ever put out. 
It was good. And it's probably my second favorite album of theirs all time. And that's saying something. Like, I was not expecting it to be that good. I would, first listened through, I was like, whoa. Like, blown away. Were you surprised it was in my top five? Not really. No. Because everybody, I've actually asked like 10 people to like, if I can get your opinion, what was your favorite album? They actually, almost everybody said U2. I was like, wow, really? Did you ask, like, the U2 fan club that question? No, I asked my mom. <laughs> I asked my mom. I asked uh, my girlfriend. I asked a couple people on Facebook, like, Facebook message. Like, honestly, yeah. I got to say U2's yeah. new album is amazing. That was like, really good. So I'm like, dope. Awesome. All right. It's very good. So U2, Songs Experience, my favorite. My favorite song on the album is The Showman. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. That is like, I love that song, and The Little Things That Give You Away is amazing. It's like Coldplay's Fix You, but you 2 took Coldplay's Fix You and just made it better. <laughs> What's the... And there's a Spotify session of that version that's like amazing. Like, they play live like in a, like a little small studio, and I mean, they tear it apart. Like, that. They I mean, they go hard, like at the end. What's the one song off the? Of, it's the black or uh, the blackout. Yeah, the blackout. It's a great song. It's a, it's a great song. song. Sam, song. if you had to have an opinion, what was the best song of 2017? Ooh, song, I don't know. I did like the Kendrick album. That was tight. There you go. Sam I says Kendrick. Like Logic album too. That was tight. Yeah. Sam says Logic. I like a lot of rap. That's true. Same. So you like Cardi B? Not Cardi B. That's Ryan. <laughs> 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 like Cardi B. Bodak <laughs> Yellow makes me feel like a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me want to trap and strip. <laughs> Let's see, Sam. See it. All right, so let's move on. Nice. You have to play me sometime, Sam. <laughs> so moving on to our next top ten. Mine's a top twenty because I was having a really difficult time doing ten. So was I. Um. Did you did you do more than ten? No, I did ten. A couple I had to like pull. Do you want me to run through my? Because dude, I don't listen like obviously I don't listen to like a shit ton of music. Yeah. When I like I find something, I'll listen to it for like radio. I'm very very rarely I on the radio to, to hear about out. anything. I don't I'll, like research yeah. music much. See, I'm I used to be better than what I. I still feel like I'm fine music like before like other people like especially like indie alternative yeah. music. People are like what is this? And then like they play on the radio like. Three months later, it's happened to me like so, like a lot. Yeah, I'm trying to sound like a bragging douche. But no, like, I mean that's how it is though. But like when I worked for uh, CBS Radio Y98, I was like finding these songs. And I was showing songs like around the office because people always asked me to burn CDs for them because I would always find like good music. People right. liked my taste in music. Almost there was one CD I made for somebody, and almost every single song except for I think one. It was one out of eighteen songs didn't play on Y98 at some point. Hmm. I was like, and I was trying to pitch them the idea of like, you need to get me, if you guys can get me in touch with somebody, obviously out in LA, because obviously this is what I'm pretty good at doing is discovering music. <laughs> like, Right. But no, they didn't do that. Fuck CBS radio. Right. They suck. Yeah, music, I don't know. I used to be really good at finding music and whatnot, but lately I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm going to run through my 20 through 11 real quick so we can get to do the same way we just did the top 10. Okay. At number 20, I have Green Light by Lord. I'm waiting for it, that green light. I want it. Oh, that was her? Yeah. Okay. That's a good song. Uh, Somewhere by Wild Cub. Uh, Super Far, Lonnie. Everything Now, Arcade Fire. At 16, I have 
Judas by Fozzie. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I was like, I want to put it higher, but the other songs oh, that's I'm another like, I album can't. I haven't listened to. It was good. It was, good it was actually pretty decent. Like, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought Jericho did a really good job. Like, yep. he did it really good. Judas is one of my favorite songs, like, hard rock songs. That song gets me going. It was a good song, man. It's actually a really good song. Yeah. Uh, at 15, I have Go For Broke, MGK. Little SummerSlam theme song, mm, yeah, and my video that I made for Ryan Reeves that was in that too. Oh, yeah. uh, Surround me by Leon, it's a great song. Go look it up. At number thirteen, I have Nine One One slash Mister Lonely, Tyler the Creator. At twelve, I have brand new song that came out last week actually, but it's two songs combined into one. They did a little mashup and they actually re-recorded it together, and it was, I got chills the first time I heard it. It's like whoa. It was Young, Dumb, and Broke mixed with Thunder by Imagine Dragons and Khaled. Dude, it's amazing. Hmm. It is amazing. I never would have thought in a million years to put those two songs together, yeah. and it sounds amazing. Imagine Dragons is a really good band for artists. Like, That's ooh, it. what I, was I, the I, award uh, show two, three years ago where Kendrick and them? They're two. They're like, I, like I really liked Thunder. Man, the, the last album was just so just. I want to yeah. be on the radio, like mm-hmm. album. Yeah, like, it was like, it. like every song was like pop hit, pop hit, pop yeah. hit. Like man, you guys are so much better than this. Yeah, it is what it is. Number eleven, fight last one before we get in the top ten. I have Pure Comedy by Father John Misty, and I just want to say something before people ask you, like, well, how do you rank these albums higher than like the songs? Because I think overall, altogether, I think the album is better. But yet, I think there's some, like, you could have, like, an artist that just has one really good song, but the rest of the album is shit. shit. Yeah. So that's why I'm kind of basing <clears throat> it off. Yep. I'm the same way. So, Stouts, if you want to go ahead at number 10. Number 10, I had uh, Attention by Charlie Puth. I forgot about that song. It's a good song. It's a decent song. Good song. Decent I've never song. listened to, like, his album, though, but I heard he's really, uh, he's catchy. Mm-hmm. He, he was the guy that was on the uh, song with uh, Wiz, the... It's been a long yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, at number 10, I have I Dare You by the XX. Okay. It's a great song. Great song. I Dare You by, uh, what was that fucking band? Shinedown? No. I dare you no, to no, tell uh, me to walk oh, I'm thinking of uh, I'm thinking of Dare You to Move by Switchfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know move? <laughs> uh, at number like nine. <laughs> at number nine i have some kind of love by the killers that song is like i swear i've heard it's that song. such a good song like man that's like for me i'm gonna get a little like touchy-feely for a second but for me music can kind of like change my i mean i think it does for everybody but like that song just fucking like makes feel you like feel it, something makes you every time some kind of love you know <laughs> <laughs> it's i just feel like the killers are giving me a hug yeah <laughs> i hear you Let's go ahead. What's your number nine? Uh, I had Thunder by Imagine Dragons. I go. thought that was a good song this it summer. It is a good song. It was, it was a good song. It was a radio song, like you said, but uh, it was one that... It probably uh, was a song of the, th- uh, the, th- the Song of the Thunder. It probably was It was one of those of songs the that whenever I listen to the radio, which I rarely do, and it'd come on, I'd be like, okay, I can, I can listen to this. Feel the thunder. Lightning mm-hmm. and thunder. thunder. It was kind of like a little pump-up kind of song. Yeah, I liked, yeah I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. I'll say my number eight. I had a get out of your own way. You too. Really? Mm-hmm. What a good song. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, where were we at? Number eight. Yep. Number eight. I have ain't got it like that by Earl St. Clair. A little fun fact: that song 
was actually the original theme song of the show, with the very first episode. Because I ain't really got it like that. Yeah. Okay. And one day I'm going to have it like that. It's a great song. It's a great song. That band's really good at. Number seven, I have Sign of the Times by Harry Styles. That, so I've heard that's a really fucking good song. Is he, is he a pretty good, like, solo artist? Dude, yeah. The he kinda, people, he's, he's not so much of, like, the boy pop thing. No, he's not that at all. And what it kind of, like, people are, like, because he was in a boy band, like, at once, like, people think, like, he's a, like, a boy. Yeah, Justin but Timberlake. Like, but people love, exactly, but people Tim- love yeah. Justin Timberlake. Right. And, like, Harry Styles is on SNL with Jimmy Fallon, yeah. like, this past year. Was hilarious. He was really fucking funny. He was really good. But people... Every time I say this, people give me, like, a dirty look. But I'm like, dude, it's so true. Fans are crazy for Harry Styles. Yeah. I mean, like, teenage girls and, like, even just regular yeah. like, fans are crazy, 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 crazy for this guy. Yeah. He reminds me of, like, a second coming of, like, the Beatles. Especially, cool. like, how he presents himself, the way he can play guitar, yeah. and his album, and, like, the way, like, his new album was. It was very rock and roll. Yeah. It wasn't a pop album. It was actually a rock and roll album. Hmm. And I thought that's a really underrated. I almost put that in my top ten for yeah, albums. I was, uh, I was just like I looking just around my see what other people's opinions were mm-hmm. about that. And I always saw that at least around the top five. So I had to check it out. Yeah. Uh, it was, what are we on? Seven? What were you going to say? Sorry. It was, yeah, it was really good. I think people need to give him give a, him a shot. Credit. if like Yeah, especially especially more credit. Like, yeah. He's a talented musician. I think it's something everybody, all those guys like Justin Timberlake went through. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, he's a boy band guy. But it's like, no, this guy's musical. He can make good stuff. He's very yeah. creative. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, there's video. You can see, like, I'm not comparing him to Justin Timberlake, but it's like Justin Timberlake's out here doing country songs with Garth Brooks live and, like, all this stuff. Chris Staple, the one he did yeah, with Chris, Chris Stapleton. Stapleton. That was really that was good. Awesome. I mean, I'm not a country guy. I hate country music. Not either. I, but like I actually I like Chris Stapleton though. Yeah, there's some that are good. Uh, what are we on seven? Or, yeah. or did you say seven? Uh, yeah, we're on seven. Hmm. We got a rock star by my boy Post Malone. Post Malone. Ooh, that's forgot. That's a good. I actually, album. I like. Uh, he's another guy that's kind of like overlooked on his talent. Yeah, like he does have like the. He makes the radio like club kind of songs, mm-hmm. but he's also a, he's a really good guitar player. I've heard he's, he's good. really good live. He puts on a good live show. He almost like takes his songs and does like acoustic sets and mm-hmm. makes it you know you know it's like you're not listening you're listening to the album but he's yeah. doing it differently it makes it you know it's yeah. different uh we got number six you got bruno mars that's what i like oh this song just put me in a good mood hey, man. hey like, you know, i got a condo in manhattan, manhattan. baby girl what's happening yeah that's that's actually one of the songs every time i'm at like a club or like at a bar and that song comes on it's just yeah, like you've had a few i'm gonna drinks, start like i'm gonna dance yeah. to the song Makes- and i do too and it's hilarious because yeah. i'm bad yeah <laughs> same same his whole album just made you dance Dude, or yeah. or have i love sex. bruno i love bruno mars oh, he's the man. if i could if i was tanner had curly hair and can rock versace <laughs> i'd do it every fucking day or those sh- like leather shorts that he wears yeah it's fucking <laughs> hilarious uh, who you got? That was your number six? That was my number six, yep. All right. For me, uh, my number six song was Feel It Still by Portugal the Man. Is that Ooh, the big one that was I'm on? I'm a rebel just yeah. for kicks, man. Is that the FIFA I'm song? I've been feeling it since 1966. I hated that song at first. Really? I don't know why. Oh, I love but it. But I was like, oh, man. Even still, Shit, when it comes out, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, it's a good song. And then at number five for me, I have The Day I Die by The National. Phenomenal song great fucking song. That's one of their best songs they've ever done. It's a great song. Check it out. 
I'll have to check him out. Uh, I know this came out late November. This is number five. It's my number five, but I'm going Redbone. Now stay woke. Yeah, I mean that song did get, get like bigger, like this year. I'll give you that. I'll give you yeah. that. It's a good song. I like it. That. Give you that. Who you got number four? I got Shape of You, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> so it's another oh, yeah. catchy song, man. That's not the song, Todd. <laughs> You're a loser, dude. <laughs> Guys, not offended here. Have a soft side. I was going through some. Stuff, oh, hang him out. How? People put their dicks in unfamiliar places. I'm fucking crying. I'll pause on this uh, countdown. <laughs> Please tell me you saw Marty Scroll sing uh, All I Want for Christmas. No, I didn't want. Oh, wait, no. Oh yes, I did. God. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I don't want a lot for Christmas. <laughs> he's got the he's got the guy. In, what is. Yeah, Matt Jackson has him in a sharpshooter. Shooter, and then he Come sits on Santa's lap, boy. The best part of that is that, like, the guy's selling on the ground. The ref's still, like, checking to make sure he's okay. And you got Dalton Castle, like, in the corner going, yeah. don't you tap. Yeah, don't you tap. <laughs> It's so great. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, that was good. It's so great. I love it. I love it. What was your number? What was it five? Four, three. No, that was four. Man, I didn't listen to any music this year. <laughs> oh, it's my turn? Yeah. Uh, number four, I got Flame by Tanache. Wait, what was your five? The National? Yeah. Oh, okay. And number four, I have Flame by Tanache. Hmm. Just tell me that you still got the flame. For me. It was actually a WrestleMania. Wow. And you make fun a, of my edge here. It was a WrestleMania. Dude, that song is really good. That song, it was a WrestleMania song. Todd likes it. It's good. It was good. It's and I played good. it for the blues. One of the videos I made for the blues played it. Mm-hmm. It was good. I'm going to pause for a second. Nobody's going to know. Uh-huh. See, nobody knew. Nobody knew we were paused. But we were paused. 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 Nobody's had a bush ice yet, Ryan. What? 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 Not my favorite. What did you say? I'm now the mid Carter Jinder Mahal. Boo. Maybe next United States champion. Save your woods. U.S. champ. U.S. US champ. champ. So yeah, at number four, I had uh, uh, yeah, Flame by Tanache. Great song. I put it in one of my blues videos for the playoff run, and it was it, it got over. The song's good, man. That song is really good. And I was like, at first when I heard it for WrestleMania this past year, I was like, what? Why this song? But it was like, it worked though. You know, because it was kind of like that song, it made you feel good in a way. And WrestleMania is kind of the culmination of like everything. Like if WWE was going to be canceled or like be done, like that song would be a great like ending, like for like the whole thing kind of in a way. So I thought that was cool. Like the way they did it at WrestleMania. And she sang the uh, national anthem or the uh, "America the Beautiful" at WrestleMania. Huh. And she did a really good job. A real good job. Uh, what was that? Your number three or four? Uh, that was number four. Number four. What are we on? Number three. Yeah. Number three for me was Despacito. Really? Yeah. Despacito. And I thought I would hate it, but maybe I was like, a taquito, maybe a Dorito, maybe lick <laughs> my butthole. Despacito. 
That was a good song. It was, it was I think it's song. only because all these hot bitches were just getting down to it and they just wanted the D. They, just wanted. they wanted the D Espacito after <laughs> it. Uh, that was your number three. My number three is Everybody Lost Somebody by Bleachers. That's a great song with the trumpets in it and everything. Phenomenal, phenomenal, beautiful song. Beautiful song. At number two for me, I have Humble by Kendrick Lamar. Ooh, this is funny. Burn, burn. Nobody pray for me. Burn, burn. burn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh. Who's your number two? Up Nick Butthole Fuck, I fucked this up. Son of a bitch. Uh, not that my hoodie. Uh, number two, I had a Kendrick song, but I had Loyalty. Ooh, I really liked Loyalty. Thought it was good. I think having Rihanna on it, good song. Good. Some it was t- dude. There was like I I tried not to put more than one song by the artist, mm-hmm. kind of like you did. Mm-hmm. But there were so many off that album oh, yeah. that I thought were good. Same yeah. with my number one that I have. Mm-hmm. There was just so many songs. Definitely. Before we get into our number ones, uh, let's. I'm gonna go through what other people said was their number one song of 2017 from naked lady she said either bodak yellow by cardi b which <laughs> I is love naked very lady. surprising to me because i've never heard her ever say i want to hear that song ask her if it makes her feel like a bad bitch i will i'm gonna text her that right now does it make you feel like a bad bitch but it's so funny because I've never heard her once say. Can we listen? To can we listen to? Yeah, and Probably she asked. You tell her no. No, I would. <laughs> I wouldn't care. I don't like when people ask. Like, can I listen? I'm like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But like, she never asked. Like, she's never talked about it. That's why I'm like, really? I'm telling you, it's probably when she's just like in a room and she's brushing her hair, and she just grabs the microphone just, brush and just turns on Bodak Yellow and tracks. Nice but she said uh, one of her other favorite songs was "The Blackout" by U2. She loves that song. Loves that song. Uh, let's see. Anthony Stewart uh, had the same number one song as I did. And, oh, wait, Naked Lady said, she said, yeah, it's my favorite song to get down to. Ah. Ooh. Told you. Hmm. Hmm. Noted. It's <laughs> 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 uh, funny. <laughs> Noted. Oh man, I just, I'm like I'm kind of I'm like dumbfounded. That's weird. I wouldn't expect that from her. Right. Hmm. Oh, she said maybe the blackout. She said I like the U2 song that I can't remember the name. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe I'm gonna say Little Things. The Showman. <laughs> You're dead. Me? <laughs> um, but she's going to get back to me on that. We're going to go back and look at what other people said was their favorite song of 2017. So Anthony Stewart had the same song that I picked for my number one. Okay. Uh, Steve Blumenkamper said uh, Harry Styles, Sign of the Times. Um, oh, Naked Lady actually has the same number one that I do. So we'll get to that. And Anthony Stewart did also. Uh, my mom had the same. Number one is me as well. Uh, Mike Howerton said, Portugal the man, live in the moment. Uh, Michael Rader, congratulations on beating cancer, by the way. Michael Rader, if you're listening, congratulations. Oh, really? Yeah, he's cancer-free. Good awesome. for him. That's a, yeah. that's a fucking awesome thing. That's we cool, have to, to go out for drinks sometime and celebrate. Congratulations. Uh, he said, Despacito. 
Uh, Jim Stiles said, Thumpa Wumpin. Tub Thumpin. Tub Thumpin. Oh, I get knocked down, even though that song came out in 96, but we're not going to. We're not gonna say anything. It came out like December '96, so it's technically now. Idiot! Stupid fucking. So, uh, Corey Groan said it was between Tech Nine featuring Corey Taylor, Wither, by Tech Nine featuring Corey Taylor, or Song Number Three by Stone Sour. Actually, I have not heard that song. I heard the Wither though. That is a good song. So, with that being said, Stoutsy, what is your number one song of 2017? My number one song is 1-800 by Logic. Ooh. It's a good song. Did you hear it yet? I have heard it's that like song. It's like the suicidal yeah. song, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was, a, there was one song of that album that I would have put over it, and it's called Anxiety, mm-hmm. but nobody's heard it, so I was like... Let's go. With it. But one eight hundred. I think it's actually up for song of the year, which is cool because it it should. Yeah, mm. it's uh, it actually made. He sang it at the was it like the MTV Music Awards or something like that, mm-hmm. and it was like one of the most watched, <clears throat> uh, like videos ever, and also like his song. Like they did statistics of like calls from that night or like text to like mm-hmm. suicide prevention hotline and like how the numbers just like shot up and just like increased so in a culture aspect or it's pretty cool i think it's good good, it, good it for hits, it hits hits the heart so my number one song apparently was a lot of people's number one song hmm. uh, it was naked ladies number one song it was my mom's number one song it was hmm. anthony stewart's number one song and it was several other people's number one song too that I also talked to and asked and texted before I came here. And this is it. My number one song. Number one would be You Too, You're the Best Thing About Me. The reason why, now it might not be my favorite song off the album, but as of 2017, when that song came out, I was listening to that nonstop. It's kind of like what you said when the album came out in December. I was listening to You're the Best Thing About Me like a hundred times a day before like other stuff. Right. It's one of my favorite songs on the album, but it's not my favorite. But I think for 2017, I think it is the best song. So I mean, every time I played it, people were like, this is actually a really good song. Like I can dance to this song, like have a good time. Like they're and it made me feel like they're back too. Like they finally were like back to like their old kind of sound and like that that U2 vibe. You yeah. know, they brought it back. And it's a good song. I, yeah, that's my 2017. That's my song of the year. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? That's good. That's good. It's yeah. definitely yeah. a lot of music. And a lot of stuff you like, I tend to usually like, so I need mm-hmm. to so you're, check out some shit. So you're in luck because I made a playlist on Spotify, and for everybody to download, which will be out today, it's my top 20 songs will be exclusively on Splot- Spotify. Spotify. On Spotify. On Spotify. Comify. Uh, it will be eye. on Spotify uh, right after this is uploaded. So when you're done listening to this, go over to Spotify, follow the playlist, and you'll have all my top 20 songs I just picked. If anybody wants to get on a family plan on Spotify, you can uh, DM me. <laughs> DM you. <laughs> but yeah. Ser- seriously. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So now let's move on to uh, – I didn't – I kind of wanted to do a top 10 of movies, but I didn't because – I haven't seen 
a lot of movies. Dude, I don't think apparently. I've seen one movie this year. I've been behind on movies, but the, some movies I've seen. You know, I want to talk about them. Uh, I still haven't seen the uh, Disaster Artist yet. I really want to see that movie. I heard that was really yeah. Good. I want to see that really bad, and I want to see Lady Bird really bad. That's like one of the best like reviewed movies ever made. Like had like a hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes. Lady for, like, Bird. Weeks. Yeah, it's an independent movie. Probably gonna get nominated for a ton of Academy Awards. Uh, I still haven't seen Get Out yet. I want to see Get Out. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen Blade Runner. Apparently, all those movies are phenomenal. Behind Jurassic World come out. Jurassic World comes out next year. Ah, that's right. But uh, what movie that surprised me with how like really good it was? Like I was shocked by how good this movie was. Was Jumanji? Jumanji was great. Like really, I was laughing. I was entertained the entire movie. I heard it was. It wasn't like an exact ah. replica of it was original. It, it kind of had its own like flavor yeah, to it. It did, and uh, I thought they did a really good job. They had some clever ways of like kind of tying it into the first one as well, and they referenced Robin Williams by saying, "This is Alan Parker's house. We're just living in it." And I nice. thought that was cool. That's cool. That's cool. That was oh, really- well deserved. I mean, you have yeah. to shout him out some way. I thought that was really cool. Um, but before the movie started. I never seen so I know that they show commercials now in movie you know they show like commercials in movie theaters like before the movie trailers like start like the previews start they show like commercials like TV commercials oh yeah 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 one of them was WWE 2K18 no way and I was like what? no way like this is cool to see like WWE like on the big screen like this yeah and uh, and I love that commercial that's one of the coolest commercials they've ever done so oh, to yeah. see it like on like the actual like big screen I was like no way like, yeah. this is awesome and then uh, my little cousin who she's 10 like great like she's probably going to be famous one day for dancing like because like she wins like every award like really? she's amazing yeah and probably going to be a model at some point too yep. she's already modeling like that's for cool. some companies and uh, I was like Sienna did you just see Nakamura she loves for some reason, she loves Nakamura and Bailey. Those are her two. This favorites. one that's always in like your Snapchats when yeah. you watch wrestling. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Nakamura and Bailey. She loves those two. And I was like, "Did you see Bailey and Nakamura out there?" And she goes, "Yeah." And I saw AJ Styles, and I was like, <laughs> "That's fucking awesome." That's and cool. I go to Nucker. I go to give her like Nucks, and she goes, "No, it's this." And she oh, did it too, too sweet. And I was like, "No way!" Yes, oh, that just my made God. my fucking day. Like that made my whole day. That was awesome. I couldn't believe that she did that. And then my little brother spilled water on me during Jumanji. (laughs) And it was like eight degrees outside, so that was fun. Uh, But uh, Star Wars Last Jedi was just okay. We talked about that last week. Uh, My favorite movie of the year? Hmm. I don't know. I just watched Bright uh, the other night. Bright was actually decent. I don't understand, like, all the negativity towards right. that movie with Will Smith, that Netflix movie that came out. Oh, yeah. I really don't get the negativity towards that movie because I thought that was actually, like, it's different and, like, it's original. And I thought it was pretty good. It's hard to, like, enjoy movies now. Or, like, to talk to people about how much you like a movie. Yeah. Because everybody wants to find the smallest thing to tear. Definitely. It's like, not everything's going to be fucking perfect. Definitely. Like, my <sighs> favorite movie, I hate some things. You know? Yeah, I just I'm having a hard time like thinking about what the best movie I saw this year. Spider Man's up there for me. Actually, I know, I know my favorite movie of this year. Was this the Spider Man with the new? Yeah, that was really good. With uh, Homecoming, who was the actor? Tom Holland. Yeah. My favorite movie of this year was Logan. I heard that was really good. Logan was amazing, like amazing, and. That was probably so far because I haven't seen all the others yet. 
but Logan was by far my favorite. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 I thought was good. Nowhere near as good as the first one, but it was still good. Um, I haven't seen Thor yet. Thor apparently was great. Justice League I heard was fun. wasn't very yeah. good, but I heard it was fun. Um, yeah, I can't I can't think of like we'll other movies. Get, uh, we'll have to get Bowman on here one day because he, like, that dude just goes and see movies randomly. Mm-hmm. And he's got a – you two would have a good discussion on yeah. some shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those are our movies. I mean, I'm drawing a blank on, like, movies that came out. I can't think of any... I can't think of any movies right now. Backdoor Sluts 9. Backdoor Sluts 9. A Boner Jams 03. <laughs> Rock Bowl 69. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are those are classics. Rear-ended by Offended. <laughs> oh! oh! Ayo! So. <laughs> um... So that was our movie discussion. Uh, next, we have uh, the best sporting events of 2017. I'm just going to go ahead and say the Super Bowl. That was 28 to three comeback nice. was insane. Get off Portnoy's nuts. I've been a Patriots fan <laughs> for years, so fuck you. First of all, did you like him in 2001? No, actually, when they beat us, I didn't like him in 2001. They cheated. No, oh, whatever. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's Viva true. La Raza. <laughs> But uh, sporting event, I'm not including wrestling because it's not a sport. It's entertainment. People need to get that through their fucking heads. So you disagree with the uh, – did you see that thing with, like, Eva Marie and Mia Khalifa? I don't, it's not – see, like – but that, I get that, though. I'm going to – I'm probably going to get blasted for this by some people, but you – that's kayfabe. You're keeping the kayfabe alive. If you're part of the business, you're going to say it's a sport and to tell other people that it's a sport. It's I, part of, like, keeping the whole I think it's a thing. sport in a sense. It's not, like, a game sport, but it, it's – It's yeah. entertainment. It's not a sport. Yeah, it's entertainment, but – When I was trained in professional wrestling, the very first day of my training, my trainer said, this is not a sport. Get this through your fucking heads now. We are training, like, athletes. Yeah. We are athletes. But this is not a sport. We're here to entertain. We're here to put on a show. We need to make sure that you put on a good show. Depends how you look at the definition of sport. But, yeah, yeah. it's it's not. Like, when you think sports, it's like mm-hmm. it's an unpredicted outcome. But another, I guess, sporting event. Actually, I'll take back my statement. Sporting event of the year was probably McGregor Mayweather. Yeah. I mean, that was everywhere. Promotional, yeah. I mean, I'm wearing a fucking Conor McGregor t-shirt right yeah. now. And I have a poster that says this buds for McGregor over there yeah. with McGregor on it. That was definitely a big one. Super Bowl. And it made it made people fans of McGregor, even though he lost. Like yeah. fans that weren't already like him. They're like, wow, he actually stated respect. it. He yeah. threw he got and landed the most punches. Right. Like second most punches, I think, ever on Mayweather. Yeah. And um, um talking Floyd Mayweather going to the UFC. Maybe we might see part two in UFC, which I really hope happens because I just want to see Connor just take him to the ground and just pumble him. I want to see it. I was hoping Gage was here to discuss this, but I was going to ask, like, what's in store for McGregor in 18? Mm-hmm. Is he going to defend a title? Mm-hmm. I think he's going I'd to. rather see him defend a title than fight Mayweather. I think he'll do both if it happens. I hope so. I think there's too much money involved for but him he'd not have, to fight. So Mayweather. he would have to he'd and have to do a fight early summer, yeah, and then do Mayweather at the end of the year. Well, he was supposed to fight in December. He was supposed to fight at the final pay per view of the year. Yeah, but he pushed that referee and got suspended. Oh uh, yeah. So I don't know whenever that's up. But now he's pissed at Dana White and like everybody else involved in mixed martial arts because he said the ref put his hands on him first, which he did. He did. Again, he's the ref. 
And he was his argument is that he wasn't in the fight, and he's not even employed by Bellator. He's employed by UFC. Right. So he's like, I think it's kind of bullshit in general. Yeah. And then now, but then you have the uh, counter argument of why'd you jump the ring then if you're not employed by Bellator? Right. But you know, it is it's whatever. It's well, dumb. Uh, what other good sport news? Uh, the World Series this year was probably one of the best. The World Series this year was awesome. It was probably one of the best World Series. The World Series. Ever. The Home Run Derby was really fun this year. Home Run too. Derby was intense. Aaron Judge, all Raz. So John Carlos Stanton cheated and he didn't <laughs> win. Yeah, he did. Did he? Yeah. So you. They, you have to wait until the ball lands. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much close to landing before mm-hmm. you can pitch. Well, the guy who was pitching kept quick pitching him. Well, they're supposed to not count it, and they're supposed mm-hmm. to – like the umpire gives them the, okay, yeah. pitch. And he was completely ignoring that, and he was getting closer and closer to advancing. And I was just sitting there yelling at the TV. I was watching with Bowman, and we were yelling at the TV like, he's fucking cheating. <laughs> but it was good. Baseball was a good year this year. The World Series was intense. It was fun. Stanley Cup was – it's okay. Pittsburgh looked like they should have ran away with it. Yeah. Really. I think the Nashville crowd really just tore me away from hockey, that playoffs. Yeah, I think they, they tore a lot of real off. hockey fans away. It really pissed and me off. People the saying, NHL like, Network was pissing me off. And people saying, like, they had the best fans. I'm like, they're handing out papers. They're handing out pamphlets of yeah. chants. That's why their chants are so loud, because they yeah. were literally, in the first two games of the playoffs, reading off right. these pamphlets yeah. and doing it with them. And then they yeah. caught on. Like, like I said, they would try to show the big crowd outside the arena, and it's like, it's Broadway. That thing is busy. It's all, yeah, it's busy in, every day. And, yeah, it's like Vegas. Day in or day out. But uh, my favorite sporting event of the year is where I was actually at, and that was January 2nd, 2017 at Bush Stadium. Oh, yeah. And as many consider, actually many hockey experts considered this mm-hmm. the best winter classic of all time. Yeah. The Blues Blackhawks winter classic this year. Being there in that atmosphere was amazing. Oh my god! My picture, oh, we saw each other. Yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We gave each other the finger. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, that was one of the coolest experiences I've ever seen, ever been to. Like that was amazing. It was awesome. It was so yeah. cool. It was um, cool. Oh, good. No, I was just going to say I didn't want it to be over when it was over. I no, was, like, sad me either. when it was over. I was, like, really sad. What was cool for me is because I, I, wor- I worked down there at the stadium, mm-hmm. and I got to work the alumni game. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, down by, like, the dugout and stuff and, like, under the in, like the tunnels and Chris Pronger, Brodeur, all those guys. Oh, yeah. I was just mm-hmm. like, hey, what's up? You know, they were just awesome guys. And I got to sit on the field for the alumni game. What sucked the weather for the alumni game and then New Year's Day was beautiful. Yep. No. Normally I, they play New Year's Day. I thought it was perfect though for hockey on the second day. Oh yeah, definitely. Like the cloudy atmosphere, the yeah. kind of snowing. Like it's a, a little bit. I mean, if people wanted the picture perfect view, it wasn't it because you couldn't see our arch. You couldn't see. It. Oh look, it's the arch. I don't know. But I took I took the picture perfect. You well, you had a good picture, and the picture went viral. It was a good picture, and it was shown by John Butchergrass on. ESPN, but of course they showed it in the middle of the night because why else would they show hockey right, in the afternoon? That's true. Yeah, but Butch Gross did show it. I can't find it anywhere. I've tried Oof. so like I was just laying in bed. And I got a text message for somebody, and I had ESPN on already. And they're like, "Dude, are you watching SportsCenter right now? You were just on." I got like three text messages. Rewound it. Didn't think to hit record. And I changed uh, the channel. And lost idiot. it. Stupid. And I cannot idiot. find it anywhere. Stupid idiot. But I was on SportsCenter, so that was cool. Yeah. But no, that was a good. It was a good game, good rivalry, mm-hmm. great stadium. I think it was 
I mean, I'm not even trying to be a homer, but that was one of the best Warner Classics I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, it was a tight game until, like, the end. Yeah. Like, but I am getting sick of the Blackhawks being in every single one. Yeah. The money. It's really it's all yeah, about. Stupid. But, uh, Fuck you, Gary. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, was I, gonna, I, was, I had one more thing to say about the Warner Classic. Um, uh, oh, just what was so cool about the Warner Classic for the city of St. Louis in general was that, like, Ghost? Ghost. Was, like, um, the NFL just left. Yeah. And they said that we can't fill a stadium when we sold out the alumni game with yeah. over 50,000 And people. usually the alumni games weren't getting sold out for other events. Yeah, Like for weren't. other Winter Classics, they weren't getting sold out. They weren't. That place was fucking packed. Even the uh, alumni game before the Centennial Classic wasn't sold out. No. And then you uh, fast forward to the Winter Classic the next day. It was like... Again, sold out, but with, even with more people. Yep. Like, it's holy shit. But then when we scored, that oh, atmosphere, it was like dude. we won the Stanley Cup. I was getting, like, chills every time we scored. It was the almost crowd, like... The eruption was awesome. It was almost like tear-jerking moments. Yeah. Because it was like, this is... One, it was like, we finally got the Winter Classic. Yeah. And it was just... oh, Honestly, <laughs> hearing... Well, I mean... Granted, it was close to 50,000 people in there. There was Blackhawk fans. But the Let's Go Blues chant... Oh, no, there wasn't, which mm-hmm. was awesome. But the Let's Go Blues chant, that was one of the so loudest. Loud. Yeah. And that was in a place. There's no roof. Yeah. So that's just going up, and it was loud. It was loud. And oh, man. Again, I'm getting chills now just I'm, thinking dude, about it. Dude, I'm, like, I'm like legit <laughs> I'm getting, getting chills, chills also. Dude. Uh, when, Especially the third period when we scored those two goals, when we tied the game. Or no, it was t- we, we won by two, right? It was 4-2, right? Yeah. Um, When we scored that go-ahead goal, the first one, me, my uncle, and his buddy, we just, like, jumped on each other. Like, we just won, like, scored in a Stanley Cup game, like, jumping up and down, yeah. like, yeah. yelling. And we scored that second goal, the Tarasenko goal. Yeah. We, again, jumped on each other, but this time, people in front of us and people behind us jumped, jumped in yeah. with us. And, like, we were, like, high-fiving, like, falling over, like, high-fiving everybody around us. Like, we won the Stanley Cup. Like, that moment is an amazing moment. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. Like, that was... Fucking awesome. It was like the most me and my dad ever high-fived and hugged. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the most I've ever hugged my family. <laughs> but my dad uh, almost said, I'm proud of you. He said, I'm proud of you, but I think he was talking to the blues. <laughs> He's looking at you. I'm so proud of you. He's looking down at your blue yeah. note. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, man, that when I can't go on it. I can't say enough good uh, things about yeah. the experience. If I could relive that every day. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, the... The I'm hoping war. they get another one. I don't care if it's here. If it's some, I'd be cool to even go somewhere else and watch them play. I just remember looking at my grandpa. Like uh, my grandpa was like, "Can you believe this? Like we're actually watching this. Like this is here. Like this is we're watching an outdoor game. Yep. Like the it's way right. hockey's supposed to be, be played." Yep. And I was like, I felt so good for him. Like yeah. I was like, "That's awesome." Right. That's yeah, your grandpa's awesome. been a season ticket holder for since the '80s. Yeah. So and like. Yeah. He was like, I wish every game was here. Yeah. I was like, no doubt. Yeah. It's I mean, so awesome. It'd sell. I think it would. I it'd think it's totally out. Would sell. 100%. But big fuck you to the NFL. And like, yeah, fuck you. And bring us a team, McMahon. Yeah. Bring us a team, McMahon. McMahon. Bring us an XFL team. So, uh, we're supposed to do top 10 UFC fights by Cougar, but he ain't here. <laughs> so, <sighs> top 10 porn scenes of 2017. Moving on, uh, <laughs> we're going to get into it. Top 10 wrestlers of 2017. This is going to spark dun, 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 dun. some fucking... Some this is going to be good. I'm actually really excited to hear what you have to say because 
as you know, I'm not as involved. I was going to say interested, but it's not that I'm not, not interested. I just haven't watched much like Ring of Honor mm-hmm. or New Japan. But mm-hmm. um, so I'm excited to hear what you say because mm-hmm. I just rewatched mm-hmm. that trilogy and dude. That was good. My nut busted. <laughs> Who's your number 10? Who you got number 10? Wrestler? Yep. So we talked about this before the show. I was just thinking of women oh. to put on. Ooh. And this is mainly because of her ass. Bailey? <laughs> well, no. I would never Alexa. I would never look at Bailey as a sexual figure. It's Alexa. Alexa Bliss. <laughs> she's hot. And I think I think she, she has good, good potential. And yeah, she had she's a good year. been holding the title. I just think it's. The storyline in the women's this year was just so fucking weird that I don't think she got a chance to really like go with somebody and just and I mean Mickey James, which was a, was a pretty mm-hmm. good feud, but uh, yeah. So that's my that's my number ten. To I'm throw gonna some women in there. I'm gonna apologize now. I have no women in my yeah. top ten. Well, that's okay. But I didn't think it was like last year. I thought it was like such a standout year for the women. I thought they put on like really good matches and like I had Charlotte in my top ten last year along with Sasha and Bailey. Yeah. But this year, I thought it was kind of lame. Even I didn't think Asuka even had that fun of a year. It was like so, like we get it, like she's undefeated. Like we know that she's always going to win, you yeah. know. So, I mean, if I had to put somebody, in my like, if I had a number eleven, I'd probably put Asuka in number eleven mm-hmm. or Charlotte, you know. Yeah, because I don't think Charlotte. Well, Charlotte was injured, right, for a little bit. Well, she took time that? off. She be- took time off because of her dad. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so that kind of played into yeah. her year, but yeah. But number 10 for me, I have, uh, it's the Kevin Owens show. Oh. So I don't even have KO on my of, list. A lot of people forget. A lot of people forget that he was a universal champion in January yeah. and, Febu- and partially February. Oh, until, my God. And there was the. till Bill fucking Goldberg ended that. Yeah. It was so the, dumb. The, Jer- the Jer- uh, KO Jericho yeah. thing was going. Oh, fuck me. Do you know the original plans for WrestleMania before Goldberg said he would do like a run? Jericho and KO? Owens was supposed to hold the title yeah. till WrestleMania, lose the Jericho at WrestleMania. What? And then Jericho was going to lose the Universal title to Lesnar at Payback. Hmm. Which that sounds interesting. Sounded so much better. I hate. Yeah. Go- I'm sorry. I hate Goldberg. I yeah. don't like Goldberg. I never liked him. I was just like, yeah, there's Goldberg. Boom. Yeah, I just. I liked him in video games. Never lost. When he beat Lesnar at Survivor Series, I'm like, cool. It's done. It's over. Let's move on. And then we're like, I got one more tower on me. I'm like, no. Mm, no. I never liked him. I get. I understand the personal aspect behind him wanting mm-hmm. to do it, but I don't know. Man, yeah. The, I'm not going to disrespect what he, why he wanted to do it. I was, but not in my happy. opinion, it's like you weren't that great of a wrestler to deserve. Yeah, that. I, I've that makes a, sense. It does. I've done a really good job lately of not let wrestling make me mad. Like, yeah, it used to like I used to be like, why is this happening? God damn it! Like they don't care about this now. I'm just kind of like accepting and like Roman Reigns <laughs> is their guy. They're going to push Roman. I've accepted that. And, right. Like, I don't get mad when like my favorite doesn't win. Sometimes yeah. now I'm just yeah. like, oh, that sucks. That like sense. that was stupid, yeah. or like you know whatever. But I'm gonna, not going to complain on Twitter about it for ten days straight right. anymore. But when Owens lost the belt, I was pissed. I was angry. I was heated. I was angry, and I did yeah. complain for like ten I days on Twitter. I was like, I was motherfucker. Mad. Yeah, I was pissed. Especially, and then when I found out the original plans for WrestleMania, it made me even yeah. more mad. And I'm pretty sure we texted about this because yeah. you were like, dude, I think I watched Rumble after you. 
and you were like, dude, did you watch? I was like, no. And you were like, you're going to be pissed. And I was that like, was Fastlane where you oh, lost. Oh, Fastlane. Yeah, Fastlane. Sorry. And I was like, yeah, fuck this. I was mad. The worst pay-per-view of the year, too, on top of it. It was yeah. so bad. At number nine for me, I have the leader of the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, baby. This guy was tearing up the indie scene with Bullet Club and on being the elite with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, and they had a great story when Marty joined the uh, Bullet Club and hits Cole over the head with the umbrella. It's like it just sparked like this unbelievable like movement for Mark or for Adam Cole and Marty too on top of that. But yeah. Adam Cole like huge when he debuted at NXT Brooklyn, that crowd goes nuts. Yeah. And when he does the Adam Cole baby thing, like at the end of the show, the whole Brooklyn, the Barclays Center does it with him. It's like holy shit, this guy is huge. And dude He's making me watching NXT again. Like, I kind of fell off NXT yeah, for a little bit. Same. I've been way off, I tune off, in man. almost every week now because Dude. I want to see Adam Cole. Dude, yeah. he, I've been way, he's good. I've been way off. I need to catch up on it. He's just uh, he's great on the mic, and he's a good yeah. wrestler, and he can sell. Like So was he with – he was with Bullet Club. Yep. Mm-hmm. Was he with New Japan, or was he with – He's at Ring of Honor. He's at Ring of Honor? Oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. He's basically the leader of Bullet Club in Ring of Honor, kind of like how Cody's the le- yeah. leader in Ring of Honor. Okay, yeah, yeah, And Kenny Omega's the leader in New Japan. Okay. But overall, Did Adam Omega's Cole leave, like and that's when leader. Cody took over? No, or for Hold Ring on. of Honor? Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. Like, well, were they both there at the same time? They were there for a little bit, not okay. long. But then as soon as... Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And on gotcha. Being the Elite, they killed Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. And then they blamed WWE because they can bring people back from the dead. <laughs> like, we killed him! <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are fucking hilarious. I love the Young Bucks, I haven't dude. watched much of their in-ring work, but the dude, they're amazing. Like, clips and shit are just so fucking funny and entertaining. Young Bucks They should like be on Barstool someday. That- I think they were. Because they're like, fucking uh, hysterical. They, dude, they're funny as fuck. All of them are. Yeah. But when they got Bullet... We're going to get a little sidetracked here for a second. But when they put Marty and Cody in Bullet Club this past year, holy shit. Like, Bullet Club is, I think, better than the original Bullet Club now. Mm. Like, I think they're funny. Like, they're hysterical. Like, they but don't give a shit. They don't give a fuck. Well, they, they give a shit, but in like yeah. a... They but don't... Like, they're doing an amazing job of being funny, but also being very, very good yep. in wrestling, yep. too. Like and Very fucking entertaining. Like, yeah, exactly. And that reminds me of, like, The Rock and Stone yes. Cold. That's yep. how they were. They yep. were funny, but they also were good in where they need to turn it on, they'll turn it on. You've you know? been getting me more into, like, paying attention to them, and, like, they are getting me excited about stuff. You need to watch Being the Elite, like, every episode. The episodes? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they're hilarious. Yeah. But, uh... So that was your number nine? Yep, that was my number nine, or... My number nine might surprise you. I don't know if he's on your list. I got John Cena. Really? He wasn't, like, there. Not, see. We couldn't see him this year. (laughs) Couldn't see him. Uh, I mean, he he had the big, you know, proposal thing at WrestleMania. Yeah. But uh, I think I'm going to – I put him on there, number nine, because I think he's finally – I think people are finally over-hating him, actually. Yeah, you know, I'm, I think this year finally people caught on to like, okay, it's fun to hate him. I may actually hate him, but he's like, he got over that hump, 
to get people to still like when he comes on it used to be like a big like boo fuck this but now it's almost like a people are like yeah he's here then they're like fuck you see you know what yeah. i'm saying like and like oh, I'm, with I'm glad he's here John Cena but I, I still want to boo the shit out of him like so that's why boom? he's at the bottom that's why I, well it's funny is like when i see these comments now like you still have some of those losers are like oh there's cena i'm so sick of cena but like now the people like what you just said like we're happy to see him like he's back and he's mm-hmm. at, but we like him now because he actually has been putting on great matches yeah definitely and those people who now are like fuck Cena. Everybody else now is like fuck you, dude. Yeah. Cena's awesome. Yeah. So that's why I have him kind of. I probably if I could have thought more about wrestlers that I like, but mm. I was like, I think he had a good. Like he didn't have title runs. He wasn't there long. He was yeah. hitter. He's the undrafted guy or whatever. Mm. But Which that I get. They I think need that. he got over that crowd hump where people were almost like fuck you. We don't even want to see you at all. Mm-hmm. To like they don't they they they're like that with Roman now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But uh. That was your number nine? Mm-hmm. Or you got number eight? At Asuka. Asuka? Yeah. No one's ready. So I was trying to throw women on, and... Emma I wasn't ready. <laughs> Leo Rush, RIP. No. You're not going to get pushed again. I'm gonna <laughs> change your character 30 times. <laughs> Just go back and forth. Uh, but Asuka. And although, I know you have your predictions of what she's going to do, but I disagree. Royal Rumble. Yeah, she's going to win I it. I don't think so. I think it's going to be one of those things where it's like she lost and people are going to be like, oh, she finally lost a match. And people will be like, but it wasn't a match. It was a rumble or some stupid shit. Yeah, I don't know. Unless you want to know my other pick for the Royal Rumble, Women's Royal Rumble is? Brie Bella. Nope. <laughs> Ronda Rousey. Dude, I almost texted you that the other day when you told me. I was going to be like, uh, Ronda Rousey, jokingly. I think I think we're – I think they're leaning – so scare Charlotte last night Fair. with Paige – Apparently, Paige is okay. Yeah, that's good. She's not hurt, but, like, Sasha kicked her, apparently, and it was, like, really bad botch. Sasha, I didn't know, has heat with, like, a few women backstage over this past year. Yeah, she's had heat with Alexa and Charlotte, which I didn't know at all. And she's also pissed off Vince, like, once or twice. I wonder what for. She just wants to be. I could see her being pissed about the way things are going. That because her and Bailey did not get used very well this year at all. I I don't think so. In my opinion, I don't think I don't get the writing for Bailey and Sasha. They're too good to not have. uh, Well, I think it's. I think WWE's trying to focus all their women's stuff around the belts, and it's like you can do so much more. Like, you it's can, okay to have two storylines of women, yeah, especially and, on Raw when it's a three-hour show. Yeah, you can. Oh my! They, they could have utilized them a lot better and without it. Without did, a was I asking you this, or I was asking somebody else this? I'm like, yeah, I wasn't asking you this. I think Monday Night Raw is so hard to watch because we see the same people over and over and over and over during that three-hour span. Like, how many times do we see? Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, and, like, Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. in one episode. We what? see them, like, a shitload of times. Yeah. And it's like, come on, like, spread out the roster. I was like, just watching, so like, a uh, like a 2000 episode of Raw the other night. And, you know, it starts off, you know, Stone Cold comes out, mm-hmm. Vince McMahon. But then you honestly, I, you don't see Stone Cold until, and this was, was two like hours. The end. You don't yeah. say, say it starts, it used to start at what, eight? Yeah. yeah. So you go eight to ten. In Central you see him at, Yeah. You see him at eight, and then you might not see him until eight forty-five, eight fifty. Maybe not all again for the rest of the episode. episode. Yeah. And it made you, and you kept, you stayed tuned in because you were mm-hmm. like, when's Austin coming? When's Rock coming? When's but, Exactly. But when you overuse it and have them on every, like, other segment, it's like, okay, 
Like you could have this time to spend it on somebody who doesn't get that TV time, like the club and like Gals and Anderson, who are being completely misused We're right fucking now. Drew, uh, 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 the oh fuck, I'm blanking. The guy with Enzo, fucking oh Drew Gulak. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Or yeah, spend time spend time build the cruiserweight division. Yeah. Which is cursed, by the way. Hundred percent. Like completely cursed. Yeah. Like Hideo Itami now injured uh, the Brian Kendrick like really bad. Overall. I didn't. I. I watched the Hulu version of it. And I don't. I don't even know if they had that on, or maybe I just missed it. Hideo used the GTS. Oh yeah, and his knee connects with uh, Brian Kendrick's orbital. He broke Ooh. his nose and broke his orbital socket. Ah, and apparently, bad. they are banning that move now. Oh fucking Christ! Well, I mean, and Hideo didn't get a pop in like he didn't get a pop in Chicago. Yeah. Like, hate to say it, but dude's been a bust. Like, and he's a great wrestler. It's been a fucking bust. These injuries have yep. really hurt him. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so that was you. Uh, that was my number eight. That was your number eight? Yeah. Okay. I got at number eight, I have the modern-day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal. I mean, come on, you got to give it to him. Nope. got to give it to him. This nope. tile ran may have not have been so great but dude that came, that guy came from nothing he did and I'll won the that. title and kept that title for like 172 days i'll give him that but he had a hell of a year as you said he had a hell of a you year you texted me what a couple days ago and you said jinder is nothing without the title man was that me yeah you're the only one i fucking talked to about this shit maybe uh yeah no you i'm going to find it Go on, explain your. Explain but more I about think him. that I think he deserves a spot at least in the top ten after the year that he's had because he's never going to be on the top ten ever again. That's my opinion. I don't think he's ever going to win the title again. SmackDown's ratings have been skyrocketing since Styles won back the title, and it's like, yeah, the gender experience is over. Like, thank God, like the nightmare is over. But he still had a decent year. I think he deserves a spot. I'm now thinking about it. I would like to put Ginger at number 10 and move Adam Cole to 8 and <laughs> Owens to 9. Like, the more and more I think about it. But I still think he deserves a spot in the top 10. That's my I opinion. At number... Maybe you didn't text it. Maybe you Snapchat it, so I don't have it anymore. But I'm pretty sure you were saying... I don't think you said he's nothing, but you were like, it's he's... It's just done. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll agree. I think he definitely went from the you know old three-man band mm-hmm. to... Like, being, don't get me wrong. When he won, I was like, this is kind of cool. Yeah. Like, but he's a very, like, Dave, like my friend David said, so generic that he's literally the moveset of a WWE-created wrestler yeah. when you can't unlock other moves. Yeah, it's the same thing over and over. He is very generic. I feel like somewhere in him there's a comedy side. I think there is, too. That could like possibly... Rusev Day! I feel like he needs to... He needs to bring some diversity to his character. But, yeah, title mm-hmm. run. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I get that. I yeah, get that. Yeah. I get but it. I get it. Number seven is my runner-up for breakout star of the year. Hmm. And that would be the villain, Marty Skrull. I like his Marty mask. Skrull. Dude, I love Marty. Marty is great. Uh, WWE is very interested in bringing him in. So where did he start? He started as his character was the villain, but he just wasn't in the Bullet Club. Right. No, but what what uh, promotion was he with? Uh, Ring of Honor. 
He's okay. with Ring of Honor and New Japan. Okay. He's in both. Uh, he is currently the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. And um, he will be in the first ever match at Wrestle Kingdom, a Fatal 4-Way match. It's the first time ever they're having a Fatal 4-Way match Shit. with the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship on the line. Wow. And... You know, uh, Marty Scroll is actually the third member of ever that in Bullet Club has won that title. The two previous people that have won that title in New Japan were Kenny Omega and Finn Balor. Ooh, that's, that's a good company. Yeah, you're in very good company. Yeah. Kenny Omega, I think. Or excuse me, uh, Marty Scroll. I think the future is looking pretty bright for this guy. So I think when Kenny leaves, it's gonna be. Who's going to – I think Cody's probably going to be the new leader. Probably they're going to lean that way, but I think they're going to probably maybe test the waters of Marty and Cody going back and forth. I think Marty is actually a better fit as, like, the leader. But on Being the Elite, he's my favorite character on Being the Elite. I'm so happy, like, he's on every episode now because he's hysterical. And he needs to put out an album of just him singing because it's – he sings on every episode now. It's my favorite part. (laughs) I love Marty Skull. Love him. Who's your number seven? That's Samoa Joe. That's a good pick. Thought he had a good, good year. Good pick. I, I, he like. I mean, barely... he maybe could have won because he got injured too. Correct. Yeah, he got injured that, right after SummerSlam. If he wouldn't have got injured, been able to keep going, mm-hmm. he probably would have been in my top five. Yeah. Um. So I think that kind of slowed him down, but he showed. I mean, he should have been number thirty in the Rumble. Too, you guys, on top of it. Like, he's he's a good heel. He's amazing. People, it's like. Not compare him to The Rock, but similar response of like people come out there like Joe, Joe, but yeah. they but as the match goes on when he, they boo he plays the heel, he boos, which yeah. is perfect. And I think he had a really good year. I think you can make the argument that if Brock Lesnar wasn't the champion, I think Samoa Joe might be the Universal Champion right now. Definitely, I think he would. Guys, money. Yeah, I think he's he, totally money. I think yeah. he's. You're looking at to me Samoa Joe and Braun Strowman are going to win their first world titles next year. Yeah, in 2018, yeah, Samoa Joe's a legitimate badass. I think the Miz may have earned his uh, world t- one more world title run as well. A good one too. Yeah, a good one. Yeah. A good one to help probably build one of these guys. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Came out of nowhere and was well. I'll get to him yeah, in a minute. Yeah, he yeah, might be same, on my list. Same, he might yeah. not be on my list. I didn't spoil anything. Don't read my spoilers, dirt sheets. <laughs> um, what are we on six? Yeah, I'm gonna go Cody Rhodes. Ooh. Uh, I didn't like I said I didn't get to watch much mm-hmm. of it, but from reading, you know, post match stuff and things. I mean, and just all in all, of taking that chip on his fucking shoulder mm-hmm. from WWE and being like, "Fuck you, watch what I can do." Mm-hmm. And I mean, I to me, I thought it was a quick turnaround for him of fans being like, "Fuck yeah, we like you, we mm-hmm. like what you're doing." He's, I mean, yeah, he. I. It's kind of what I'm basing on, and he's, mm-hmm. I think he's a good in-ring performer. I think he's great. He's great. I'll he's, talk about him, in my opinion, maybe maybe here shortly. He's a good mouthpiece, too. I, I, he's he's good. Like yeah, I said, that chip on his shoulder, I think he... Yeah. I think he's really good. Yeah. Uh, for me, my number six is my breakout star of the year, the monster among men, Braun Strowman. Braun! I mean, dude, who would have thought... That when you saw this guy with the Wyatt family, I and fucking hated him. He's my number. He's my number five, by the way. So, All right. We'll oh, just, okay. Yeah. So okay. I figured we'll yeah. just hop in. So, like, whenever 
like you saw him with the white family, like okay, he's another big guy. Mm-hmm. He's like he's okay. And then when he started jo- like beating up jobbers, like oh god, they're gonna push him. They're doing this be... again. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, it's like this guy's not bad. Like, well, because then he put on a match with Rollins, who I think Rollins might have been his first match where kind of gave him some. I think Rollins you, you lost. You know what got him over? But it got but. It was Rollins like, wasn't okay. the one that got him over. No, yeah, he got It him. was beating the shit out of Reigns for months is yeah. what got him over. Because yeah. people love to see Reigns get the mm-hmm. crap beat out of him, and he was beating the ever-living shit out of somebody that the fans hate. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to be over as right. fuck. And now, like, honestly, WWE missed a huge opportunity after, what pay-per-view was it when Reigns, like, put the ambulance match? Extreme rules. Whatever pay per view that was, it had to have been extreme. I think it was like midsummer. But whenever that pay per view was, WWE had the perfect opportunity to do a double turn and turn yes. Braun face and Roman heel, which is what the fans want, uh-huh. and they didn't do it. Nope. And you have it like they're so they think Roman's like their money maker, but it's like you, it's like mind-blowing to me it's like you guys have a chance here that makes somebody so big you can make more money off of him yeah and get those ratings back and like they didn't do it they've done that so many times now they dropped the ball with finn uh with ambrose cm punk isn't like my number one they dropped the ball with instead of like when punk turned heel Instead of just being like, I'm a bad guy, they could have been like, I don't, he could have been like, I don't give a fuck about what people think about me. I'm going to beat up whoever the hell I want, like Stone yep. Cold. Yeah. Because, like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. He would have been so over. If there's a SummerSlam right before he fully turns heel where he's kind of being a tweener, like, he's going, like, still being cheered and, like, still acting like he likes being cheered but still doing bad guy stuff. Like, it wasn't, like, fully turned yet. Mm-hmm. Crowd was going nuts for him dude i mean like stone cold level pops yeah like going nuts and then they fully turned him heel it's like just killed yeah all of his momentum it's like what are you guys doing i I did not i remember when he first was coming and they he finally was got away from the wyatts i think i texted you and i was like i just don't like this guy and you were like really i like him and i was like but then as it's going on i mean i i see i mean the guy yeah i mean he's entertaining i think he has obviously has a little more mouthpiece work to do which they, is the norm for a lot of people, but he's, they need he's to keep there. him though, like beating up even good guys. Yeah, like they need to mm-hmm. keep that going. Yeah. Like don't like have him give up like beating good guys now because that's going to kill and diminish his character. Uh huh. But so you had Strowman. That was five. my number five. Yeah, my number five is okay. So my top five, I feel like, is what's going to cause some arguments with <laughs> the PWP fans and the staff in general. A lot of people pick this guy as number one. But to me, over the summer, from after WrestleMania till when he won back the WWE Championship, he was pretty flat for me. Like, don't, I still think he's probably the best wrestler in the world. But this year, I thought he, his storylines fell flat, and I got AJ Styles at number five. I'll show you that. Like, what, after Mania, like, what was memorable about him? Like, what do you have? The Owens feud? And that was That was very- bad. They had a couple good matches, but it wasn't storyline wise. It wasn't, it wasn't good, very. It was boring, man. Yeah, was really the boring. first match they had was bad. Mm-hmm. Like was not good. It was been. It was very underwhelming. And like Styles won the title at a house show, which was cool. It was at Madison Square Garden. Like that yeah. was cool. But um, then like you had 
their match at uh, I think it was it was the pay per view was Battleground. Yeah, they wrestled each other and it was boring. Yeah, it, it was, was really boring, and they yeah. botched the ending. Yeah, and that made it more awkward. Yeah, their match at SummerSlam was then now starting the Shane. Was that and, the shoulder pin botch? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then you had this uh, SummerSlam where it's the start of the Shane McMahon Kevin Owens story, mm-hmm. and I thought that match was okay i didn't think it was like anything special though no they wrestled each other i think again and it was just like bland what killed aj styles this year and i think we talked about it was not strapping the title on him Mm -hmm. if he had the title he probably would be number one one if not not, i think so number two number one i think what killed him was the immediate face turn after mania yeah that was like so weird it's like because he was on a stride Mm -hmm. as a heel and it's like that heel run was so short-lived, too. It wasn't even a full year. But I, Styles was phenomenal, no pun intended, as a heel. Yeah. Uh, but number four for me, uh, I actually said on Twitter yesterday that this guy was number one, but I, the more I thought about it today, I actually take back what I said. Okada is my number four. I can never say this guy's first name, so I'm just going to say Okada. Okada. But this guy, he's New Japan's John Cena. He always wins. But he's phenomenal at wrestling. Like, he's amazing. Oh, he's really good. I rewatched that. Oh, I didn't rewatch. Because I think I only watched Wrestle Kingdom mm-hmm. sometime later after it happened. But I didn't watch the other two with mm-hmm. him. And obviously, we'll talk about that later. Um, but I didn't watch much of him. So that's why he's not on my list. But from what I saw in those three matches, yeah, dude, really I was know like. A lot about him. Huh? You don't really know a lot. No, about but him. when I watched the, the, the Omega. Um, Kata trilogy, I was like, and what I really like about him from what I watched, so his finisher, the Rainmaker, which is Rainmaker! awesome. Yes, uh, I mean it's it's a big ass clothesline, mm-hmm. but it's protected. It the, the way if I mean I don't know how about how anybody else sells it for him, but if you sell it, I mean it, it like the way it, like Omega sold it exactly. It was it, a, it's it, fucking it, good. I mean yeah, it might be just a so, I mean obviously they add a little bit to it. Mm-hmm. But, oh, and some of the shit he could do when I was watching, and, yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. He's good, man. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. And the reason why I have him at four and not number one is because I think if it wasn't for Kenny Omega, people in America, I don't think, really, really know knew who Okada was mm-hmm. before that match. Yeah. And now people, are, you know, these on people's radars now, and they want to watch, like, a lot of Okada matches. Yeah. Like, and apparently he was WWE has been trying to sign him for a couple of years now. Apparently, really? which do you think he just wants to stay there? I think so. I think it's kind of going to be. I can see him making the jump. Is there like, a big language barrier though? Does he know? He can. Yeah, it's kind of like Nakamura, like a little bit. Okay. Like, um, and I gotta be honest, Nakamura is not on my top ten. I, he barely misses the cut for me. He's not on mine either. Well, I, I don't. I don't. I don't blame him. No, it's not his fault at all. The writing for him has been terrible. I feel like he was so much. They was so much better written in NXT. He, oh, he was. And then here it was just like, okay. from I feel like when they bring out like that here, they almost start him over. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you need to fuck the, it, man. The one person that got that continuance was Samoa Joe, and that's why he's been so over. Right. Yeah. And like, I don't get why. Like, and Oscar too is kind of like starting over. Yeah. Like in a way. Like, but. My he Nakamura is still my pick to win the Royal Rumble. He's still my pick. See one. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna? I guess it'll be the same. They get to pick what title they want to go for. Yeah, but I think it's gonna be. I mean, 
So I read last year that they're keeping Styles and Nakamura away from each other on purpose to build towards WrestleMania because their match at Wrestle Kingdom was one of the greatest matches of all time. They can finally have their rematch at their grandest stage fall, which finally brings back the WrestleMania like classic that's yes. been missing. Yes. There's too many moments, not a classic. Yeah. And dude, it needs it. WrestleMania needs Nakamura versus Styles. And if it's for the title, it's just gonna be even bigger. Yeah. Uh so what are we on? Four? Yep. So for four, I have a combination of two tag teams. I think you know. Of two tag teams? Yeah. That's a tie. Because I couldn't decide. I got the Usos in the bar. Ooh. I, think I have they no had, tag teams on mine. I think they yeah, see I don't know if you wanted just individual, but I was like, these guys put on I lean more so towards the Usos being having a better year than the bar, but both of them just I almost put the Usos on. Yeah. But then I was like, man, if I feel bad cheating my boys, the Young Bucks, because they've had a great year, too. Yeah, that's true. And I couldn't decide between uh, Kevin Owens and, like, a tag team to put on. Yeah. Because, I mean, the Young Bucks, I mean, people are idiots to say, like, they didn't have as good of a year as the Usos because the Young Bucks out are outselling WWE in some ways. And yeah. if it wasn't for the Young Bucks and their YouTube show – Bullet Club probably would not be as big as they are right now. Yeah. Like, Bullet, like the Young Bucks are doing a hell of a job, and their marketing is amazing, and their wrestling is amazing as well. Like, they're phenomenal wrestlers. Like, yeah. Like, they're fun, they're entertaining, and they're great. Like, yeah. they're the complete package that you would want as an entertainer for professional wrestling. Yeah. But that was your number four? Yeah. Like I said, I think uh, the bar really surprised me mm-hmm. this year. I didn't see it working, but they – they went, old, they went old school. Not I'm gonna say old school with it, but like a lot of people, like you can't. They put basically two random wrestlers together, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are like that's. We want tag teams, yeah. Want, and they found found outfits to match. They have an entrance that goes together. Mm-hmm. Their chemistry's good. Uh, yeah, you, the, I mean the, WWE has been doing pretty good at building their tag team yeah. division, and, and they're they got, and they're kind of funny as yeah. like just being like dorks. Yeah. Yeah. We are the, the bar. bar. Yeah, it's you got a guy from Switzerland, a guy from Ireland. It's funny. I said, and the Usos just they they had a chip on their shoulder too, and they yeah, they, they definitely. I didn't see the gimmick working at first, but now it's kind of mm-hmm. like. And then you know, like you had like these tag teams on Raw. Unfortunately, the revival got hurt mm-hmm. like twice, and I really hope they can stay healthy because they're amazing. I mean, yeah. they're fucking amazing. And you have the club, which are great too, and they kind of like disappeared. So it's like yeah, that was weird. You got good tag teams, and then you got Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins win the tag team titles now. Fuck that! Like focus those right, Jason, guys. Things aren't going good for you. We're gonna put you with Seth. Yeah, it's like Seth is like, can I have an injury, please? <laughs> it's like I just don't get it because it's like Jason Jordan is very good at. He's a good wrestler. Why is he still face? I have no idea. I don't either. It's like they're just re like. Do you not do the Raw writers, especially Vince? I know Vince has more of a say on Raw than he does in SmackDown. I think that's very noticeable. Right. Even though everybody else says he doesn't see his say on both shows, I'm gonna call bullshit. Yeah. And I think Vince ha- totally has more say on Raw than it's SmackDown. Been like that. And you can tell because it's like he's not learning from these mistakes of John Cena and Roman Reigns, where the yeah. fans are just gonna keep booing him. Turn Jason Jordan heel now. And keep <clears throat> Seth on a singles like thing, mm-hmm. but it's so hard to do without the fucking universal title not being on the show. Yep, which I'm just gonna talk. About and then instead of turning, 
And I swear to God, if the Miz comes back and feuds with Balor and it's the Miz Taraj versus Balor and they don't put, put the, the club, club with him, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Be like, pissed. If they put like Matt Hardy and like Jeff Hardy mm-hmm. with them and like they form like the weird like woken like team because Balor can turn into a demon, demon yeah. I'm going to be so pissed. Cool concept, but not, yeah, no. Not I'm going to be so pissed. Club. Yeah. Uh, so my number three, I had AJ Styles. Who was your one, number five? That was my number five. Yeah. And pretty much we talked about that. I mean, mm. like I said he has the belt strapped on him. He has a phenomenal year. No, mm. yeah, no it, pun intended. It was, but excuse uh, me, I mean he's WWE champion. He's just, every match he's been he in, was, he had uh, the scene. He, he was phenomenal. Okay, I don't know where else to put it, but uh, he was phenomenal. All right, he's uh, he's got that forearm, and I just you know five, jump four, off the ropes, and I'll be like, son. I didn't lose. I won because I was there. Okay, freaking awesome. It was freaking awesome. Why don't you shut up? <laughs> yeah, every match he was. I mean, the Cena match. He, you know, yeah, brings the best out of everybody. He gets in the ring mm-hmm. with. So yep. my number three, the A lister, the Miz. That's my number three. Ooh, he's my number two. Ooh, ooh. Okay, I'll just put it before, you know, it's no point. So let's, yeah, well, let's talk about it. So yeah, he's your number two. He's my number three. Hell of a year. It all started with the talking smack. From last year, yeah. Was it last was it last year? It was yeah. It was last year. Late last year? Very yeah, September, October of last year. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. It started that with that. Ago? And then Yeah. Because remember wow. when he jumped when they traded him the raw, people were like, Oh yeah, oh, that's shit. right. Yep. Like he's yeah. gonna be ruined. But no. No. He like he brought back Ambrose on yep. Raw. Because Ambrose was pretty stale. And, like, he got into a few with Ambrose and actually built Ambrose back up to people liking Ambrose again. Right. And then what was his feud with – actually, no, he got kind of screwed over around in the summer with Cena back, and then he got relegated to the pre-show where there was nobody there. And he was holding the belt. Yeah. And all they talk about is making – not not – I mean, the performers, but then also front people are like – that belt needs to be relevant. It's like you have a guy who is money with that yeah. belt right now. And then that Raw where the Raw after SummerSlam where Cena's on it going against Roman and Miz comes out and just tears them both apart. Yeah. I mean, you could tell. I mean, it, to me it seems like Miz was legitimately frustrated. Oh, that like, was – I'm not going to say off script, but mm-hmm. it was – Yeah, I, He looked it, frustrated. Like, Oh, yeah. And dude, he has he every did, right to be. And he did exactly what he did on Talking Smack almost the, exactly one year anniversary prior to that. Yep. And that reignited it, that yep. fire again. And, dude, Miz had, like, moments on Raw, like, after that. There's one that sticks out in my mind the most. Like, he played his character so well, of like, the villain and, mm-hmm. like, the heel, where, like, he has all the money in the world, he can do whatever he wants. And, like, there's an episode of Raw where he's, like, Telling Kurt, he's like, I bet you if I can find a person to be on my team, we'll do like a handicap match against the Shield. And Kurt's like, nobody likes you. Nobody's going to do it. He's like, all right, I'll take that challenge. Yeah. And, Miz, and like Kurt's like, uh, okay, you're on. And right. Miz is like, huh, funny thing. Like It's the way he's like, his mannerisms yeah. were. He's like, I found somebody already. And yeah. Braun busts through the door. Yep. But it's the way that the Miz was acting during that and like his mannerisms and everything. I'm like, damn, like that's actually good acting because it's like that maniacal like upper class like business person that you hate because he has all the money in the world he can bring anybody to really arrogant very arrogant but he always gets beat up but still somehow makes it out and like is still on top he puts on really good matches yeah i mean his uh i mean him and cena i mean cena's one of the best on the mics so is miz and Mm -hmm. 
there was that one where Cena pretty much tore into him about barring people's moves, all this stuff, where it was like, oh, shit. But then Miz would come right back and just fucking destroy him in the same sense. So, I mean, Miz is the man. Nice, uh, nice way to keep going. You confused me. I was like, does he got a beer? Where's he going to get a beer? And I was like, are we, what? I was really confused. And then I was overthinking. Uh, but yeah, the Miz <laughs> definitely, I think, did a great job. Yeah. Uh, this episode is obviously going longer than normal because we're doing these top tens. Getting Where are we conversations. at? We're at two hours. Wow. And we still have top but, matches? Yeah. We still got okay. top matches. It's going to be a longer episode, ladies and gentlemen. Happy because New Year. This is our New Year episode. This is yeah. our year-end episode. Um, oh, swell. Yeah. I mean, it's we don't always do this, so fuck off. So, Miz was my number two. You can listen to two episodes, basically. Stop at... Stop after one hour and listen to the second hour. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Um, yeah, Miz was my number two, so who was your number two? My number two is the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Wow, nice. Where did I have him? I had him a little bit down. Yeah, I to me, he's number two because of the way he rebranded himself. Right. <sighs> he rebranded himself, and it worked. Like, people got behind him and were like, and, dude, his matches, like, you want to fucking kill him like the way he acts as a heel like some of these matches like he'll spit on the ref <laughs> flip off the crowd like he's good at like being a bad guy like he's really good at being a heel and like he's doing the way he's doing what he wanted to do in wwe dude if he would have done this in wwe he would have uh, been the number one heel for years yeah and like he's proving that like he when he comes you know he's gonna come back oh definitely and he's gonna be huge when he comes yep. back He's going to do what Drew McIntyre did, but he's actually going to get cheered is the difference. Yeah. And, like, fucking is his match against Okada and Christopher Daniels this past year is what, like, really won me over. Especially when I saw... Christopher Daniels was the title match, right? Yeah. Yeah. And when I saw Ring of Honor live, his promos have been amazing. Like, he's one of the... All of a sudden became one of the best talkers, like, in wrestling. Well, I mean, fuck. He's damn Dusty Rhodes' son. Son of a plumber. Guy's got to have... He's got to have some verbal skills somewhere in him. Definitely. Especially when your daddy is the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, oh, yeah, baby. baby. Yeah, baby. Drinking that Balat, baby. Maybe Balat. some of that Mega Ultra, baby. Dusty yeah, Rhodes. he hits you with the atomic elbow. Oh, watch out, baby. Polka Ooh, dots. Polka, oh, damn it. I was going <laughs> to say polka dots. Who is your number one? Kenny Omega. That's my number one. Kenny Omega, number one. And it one. took three matches for me to just, I, dude. Yep. I guess I rewatched Wrestle Kingdom 11. The the moment when he uh, the move where he, he ran to the turnbuckle, hopped up backwards, did the moon salt. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it was over the railing. No, yeah, it was it over was the railing. Of, yeah, because the young bucks are pulling the railing back. Yeah. to make sure he clears it. But he would have cleared it either way. He did that, and I was and that was after taking a decent amount of fucking yeah. chops and shit. But the second match. Yeah. Oh, my God. You I, thought it was over, like, four different times during that second yeah. match. Dude, but I, I mean, I was just like, that's it. I can't wait to keep watching more of this fucking game. Right. Dude, I, Kenny Omega. Oh I was fortunate enough to see him in Chicago for Ring of Honor. Made one of those rare appearances. And he was awesome. I'm like, I'm seeing Kenny Omega right now. This is amazing. And, like, like I can't wait for his match with Jericho. He had a match during the... Uh, the G1 special, the American G1 special when they wrestled in Long Beach against Michael Elgin. And that match, G1 
just barely misses my top ten for like matches of the year. Like hmm. that match was amazing, absolutely amazing. Is that like a big tournament that G one thing? Yeah, it's that, okay. huge. Okay. It's cool the way they do. It. There's a point system. Okay, like, yeah, it's really cool. He was in the finals. His match with against uh, uh, NATO, I think is how you pronounce his name. Yeah. I'm terrible at pronouncing these Japanese names, yeah. but. He, that wrestler actually was my number eleven. Was hmm. NATO like he barely missed it for me because again I don't really know a whole lot about. Right. I'm still learning New Japan. I've been watching Ring of Honor for the past like few years, so I'm caught up on Ring of Honor. But New right. Japan's now the one I'm like That's slowly. Yeah, it's, just, it's hard to watch because like they they have it on Access TV, but yeah, I never know where to. But Access TV doesn't show it like in order. Like mm. they kind of jump around a lot, it's and weird. it's like. And instead of having the original American, so there's two English announcers. There's two American yeah. announcers. Kevin Kelly, he used to work for WWE, mm-hmm. and I forget who his like uh, color, his color commentary is. But they're fucking great. Yeah, like, no, they're, they're, because they're actually there. They're at the event yeah. announcing, and they're seeing it played out in front of them. And then you have Jim Ross and Josh Barnett doing like the stuff that airs on Access TV. I can't watch it because they are so bad. Really. Jim Ross is good. Like, Jim Ross is one of the greatest announcers of all time. But with this and, like, the other times I've seen him announce, when he doesn't have, say, a Jerry Lawler or a Corey Graves or a Nigel McGuinness next to him helping him out, motivating him to do better, or Michael Cole even for that example, he sucks. There's no chemistry. No, the chemistry is terrible. Josh Barnett is the worst fucking announcer I've ever heard. Kills everything for me for new japan when he's announcing i cannot watch it really like he the young bucks did a super melzer driver to the outside like they ran up the, you know what a melzer driver mm-hmm. is right so he, they run up the ropes and the guy and matt's on the outside of the ring holding them while matt while nick jumps off the top turnbuckle and flips to the outside and perfectly hits the melzer driver <laughs> on the outside and josh barnett goes i don't think he got all of it like very monotone. He's like, hey, I don't think he got all of it. What and the like, fuck are you watching? And the young bucks are like going nuts. Like that's for you, Dave. Like, right? Because uh, Dave Meltzer's like mother passed away like two days before. Like yeah. they did it for him. He's like, that's for you. They're going nuts. Crowd's going insane. And there's Barton. He's like, here they go, Meltzer driver. I don't think they got all of it though. It's just like what the fuck? Yeah. They're mispronouncing names. Jeez. It was it was embarrassing. That's bad. Jim Ross sounded drunk. Yeah. Like, and. Like, Josh Barnett, there was one line that he was like, I'm just a sexy son of a bitch. Ain't that right, JR? And JR's like, I don't really know how to come back from that. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> but, yeah, I got sidetracked because it pisses me off when they just right. have Kevin Kelly do it. But Kenny Omega. I, dude, Amazing. I, I said the other night I rewatched all of them, and I was just like, wow. Can't wait. Jericho Alpha versus Omega. And I can't wait for the rematch at WrestleMania mm. next year. They have a good brother brother all right we got one more top 10 we got one more top 10 to go through we're at the two hour mark we got one more top 10 to go through here we go (laughs) (sighs) i forgot i forgot to do this i totally forgot to do this my bad well stoutsky just ran to the bathroom before our top 10 i'm gonna try and do something here real quick let's see if naked lady answers let's see see if she answers See if she answers. See if she answers. Hello. 
Hey, guess what? You're on. You're on the show. You're on the show. No, no. <laughs> I don't want to be. Quick question. Quick question. Who is your favorite? Okay. Who is your favorite wrestler of this year? Tough one. Who is it? Who was it? Who was it? Stacy. I know. Get... I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Um... We got Naked Lady. She's coming up with her favorite wrestler of 2017. I kind of like Finn Balor. Ooh. Okay. I'll Cause take. He's cute. It's because you like him. I'm... No, it's because he's got like a. I don't know. A big package. He's got a cool outfit, you know. <laughs> They're black <laughs> trunks. <laughs> Oh, okay, Demon, yeah. Demon Fence. Cool. Yeah, isn't that the same thing? Two different things. It's two different, yeah. Two. It's the same. It's kind of the same. But hey, thank you. Thank you for the. Thank you for your input. Thank you, Naked Lady. Thanks, Naked Lady. You're welcome, Naked Boys. Do you I'll wanna... talk to you later. <laughs> we're, that's weird. No, we're not Naked Boys. That's... You're so old. Yeah. You're just a little naked on the show. It's fine. Yeah, we're both Nobody naked. else has to know. It's okay. You're not even here. How do you know? Because I know. Okay, bye, naked lady. Okay, bye. 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 Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. So How'd she know? impromptu call? It was an impromptu call. Oh, God. Dude, I ran, <laughs> ran up your stairs to pee, and <laughs> I didn't hit anything, but I guess from sitting, my legs are just like tons. You sat? You sat to go pee? No. You sitter. <laughs> sitter pisser. I fucking I skipped a step to like leap up fast. And <laughs> I guess I, <laughs> it hurts. So All right. we got the last top ten of the show, and then the show's over, and then you can go do whatever you want. Top ten matches of 2017. At number ten for me, I have Cody Rhodes versus Okada. From the G1 USA uh, show the second night, that match was phenomenal. I was really pulling for Cody. I was really hoping Cody would like pull off that win and become yep. the double champ of Ring of Honor and New Japan. We were the first person ever to do that. Hmm. But it didn't. But Okada made him look like a million dollars. And this was this past year? Yes. Yeah. Was this like was over the, it was, August? It was the day before or after 4th of July. Okay. Yeah, that match was... was I was didn't think it was going to be better than Omega, like their matches, but... It was good. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. It was awesome. Like, it was... I always had my intention from start to finish, and I <laughs> loved it. The storytelling in that match was great. Where do you watch all these at? Well, the G1 special was on... Was live on, like... On Access TV. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So whenever I try to, like, watch any of these, or, like, if I'm bored, just, like, mm-hmm. look them up, I can never find a good streaming. I'll, I'll send you a website. Yeah. Please. I got you. Because everything I try to find either lags or it's the Japanese announcers, which... If you ever get a chance... Them, but I can't understand. One of my favorite shows from this past year was actually Ring of Honor's Global Wars, the Chicago night. The night I was actually there. That was one of the greatest wrestling shows I've ever seen live. Hmm. From start to finish, the matches were amazing. Like, great matches. Okay. Who's your number 10 for matches? I had Miz versus Reigns. Ooh. That was a good match. It was a decent match. I forgot that about that match. For... Oh, that's when, yeah, that's when Reigns won the title. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was a, good a match. really good match. good match. It was needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, it's just one of those raw matches where it was like, okay. And mm-hmm. it was a title change, which we are actually seen a lot more of on Raw, mm-hmm. which I like. Oh, 
actually have one disclaimer for my top 10 list because people are like, well, if this guy's like in like your top 10 list a lot, why isn't he like higher in your rankings on like the wrestlers? Because it was over like a couple of these matches were one after another, while the rest of the year I thought was pretty bland. It's kind of like the album song like comparison. So go ahead. What's number nine? Uh, my number nine is the Fatal Four Way at SummerSlam. Ooh, it was a good match. It was a good match. It's a good match. Uh, just because it was a just the only thing I didn't like about the match was the Lesnar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like him going away. And yeah, back. I did, it was. They've done that so many times now. It's like I know. Well, they did that one. They did the one Rollins and Cena the triple well, threat match from Rumble last year. Is that when he year, like just stood under the? He was under the table for like. Yeah, 20 when minutes. Rollins drove the yeah, elbow. Well, that match was one of my favorite matches of all time. I think that I match watched. is amazing. That was amazing. But that anyway. might be one of the best triple threat matches oh, ever. Easily. Uh, but the Fatal 4-Way. Other than that little stuff with Lesnar, I just thought it was cool watching fucking mm-hmm. four big guys just fucking. Beating the shit out of each other. Go fuck. I mean, it was it was kind of what people mm-hmm. wanted. My number nine is AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar uh, Survivor Series. Ooh. It's my number nine. We're on two different spectrums there. All right, is yours is that higher? Mine's higher. All right, well, you don't have to that. tell us where, but uh, that match was just you know it was That's fun. Cool. It was a fun match. We'll talk about it more when we get up higher for you. But my number eight was AJ Styles versus Vin, uh, Finn Balor. Is that on there for you? Yeah. All right. No, we'll wait. We'll no. wait until we get to that too. We'll wait to talk about that when we get to that. Who's your uh, number eight? Uh, my number eight was Rain Cesaro. The oh, match I forgot about that match. I missed, I missed it because I was working, and then I watched it the God next night, it. and I was like, because I, I was on Twitter, mm-hmm. and it was like, everybody was like, mm-hmm. holy shit, that was one of the best matches I've ever seen. The match just happened, too, and I forgot. Yeah, it just it. happened. I was like, holy shit, that I'm, was a good match. But I'm okay. I'm okay with my list. I'm okay with my list. That was your number. It was a good match. Who's was your number seven? Uh, I had Owen Shane, Hell in a Cell. Right. Look at me. I mean, yeah, it, it was, you know. It was cool. It was a fun match. Jumped off. It was not. Yeah, it was fun. That's. It was not. The storytelling was good. I thought the storytelling during that mm-hmm. match was really good. Uh, all, yeah, because for a while, I le- I legit thought Owens was going off mm-hmm. the cell, and that's yeah. what excited. That's yeah. They I'm glad you brought that up. Like I was thinking twice. about it earlier. Teased the fuck out of me. I remember being like, and I I know dude. The, they yeah, had a match okay. on top of the cell. I mean, they might some bed might not. I mean, because he kept slamming them through, the, and I was like. Yeah, dude, my heart okay, was it's beating. probably. St- I mean, it's probably not going to break, but mm. you never fucking know, dude. Yeah, I mean, my heart is beating really yes, fast, dude. I was like, I was nerve. I was scared. I was legit scared. I was like, so fun fact about the Hell in a Cell pay per view about me. That was the first night like Naked Lady actually came over and we hung out. It's like the first time like we ever watched like wrestling together too. Maybe in the first time, you know, but <laughs> but. We that we we had that on. We were watching it, and she was like, "I'll watch it," mm-hmm. like not knowing what she's getting herself into. And the main event was on. And I'm sitting like on the edge of like my bed and when they're <laughs> on top of the cell. I'm like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" She's like, "I can't watch. I can't watch this. Like this is too much." I'm like, yeah. "This is what you watch." I'm like, "It's never usually like this. Like yeah. leave me alone. Calm down." <laughs> Fucking but, Mark. Uh, <laughs> my number seven was the Usos versus the New Day SummerSlam okay. pre-match. Pre-show yep. match. That match was fucking amazing. That was incredible. That was better than their Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. And it wasn't even on the main show. Nope. Like, that was the nope. best match of the night, for yeah. me anyways, was that match. Yeah, that was... Oh, well, both both teams were pissed. Mm-hmm. They were like, why the fuck are we... 
Why are your one of your biggest titles on a pre-show? Yeah, and like the, one of the greatest rivalries dude, this year. That it what to me that was the feud of the year. Oh uh, yeah, in easily. my opinion, was yeah. the feud if they of did the slammies. Year. That's they have a feud of the year, a mm-hmm. match of the year. I mean, like that was my pick for feud of the year, and they could have feuded for the entire year, and I would have been okay with it. Yep. Like yep. I love it. I love every time they wrestle each other because it's great. Mm-hmm. Even when the Usos were like the tribal Usos, yeah. their matches were still, still great. Really, they had yeah. a match at the Royal Rumble for a few years ago. Yeah, what? Right before New Day turned face, it was awesome. Yep, it was great. Very good. Uh, who's your number six? Uh, I got Balor over Styles. Okay, which I think you had. Would you have like eight or something like that? I had them at seven. yeah. I had that at eight. Yeah, uh, one because wasn't supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And it did. And, mm-hmm. I mean, from entrances to the standoff in front of the mm-hmm. ring with the this is awesome, the two sweet chants, all of it. Yeah. And then just one hell of a fucking it match, It started dude. off kind of shaky. Yeah. But then, like, and when then they clicked. Oh, when they started. Dude, yeah. Was, Once they started like, going, it was like. And then the end with the, the two sweet yeah. in the middle. And that was cool. That match to me was like, this is the Finn Balor. This is yes. Finn. This is the Finn Balor is like why he's one of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah. They are so misusing him, like badly misusing Finn. Like they don't. It's almost like they want him to be champion, but like since the title's not on Raw, they it seems like they don't know what the fuck to do with him. Right. Like because they want to keep the Intercontinental title on Roman right now which I kind of get because they're trying to build him as the top guy on the show mm-hmm. and with the world title is not there the Intercontinental title is going to be perceived as the world title yep. so of course they're going to keep that on Roman right but I think that Balor should be holding that title right now yep 100% we've talked about that yep. but yeah that was uh was cool to see yeah it was like all right that was your number 6 that was my yep number 6 my number 6 is war games that was just a fucking the whole, what like the the, the match, the yeah. match yeah. the undisputed era versus sanity versus uh, authors of pain and Roderick Strong like holy shit like no pun intended that was a war like they just want to battle and beat the shit out of each other I mean they were doing headshots with chairs yeah. and like trash can lids I mean. It was nonstop, just brutal violence, like, during that match. And the suplex off, off the top the, of the cage. Why don't they have the roof on? Yeah. That's why. That's why. Yeah. That's why. Because they needed that spot, and that spot was amazing. The, the match in general. Like, people were like, oh, they don't have a roof. It ruins the match. Fuck you. Fuck you, that man. Match that's match was insane. More, that, that's more options. Yeah. It's more options. And it gave them the new rule. If you escape the cage, your team forfeits the match. That means that they will probably bring that match back now in coming years, which is great. Like, I loved it. Like, and they had a perfect time to do it, too. Like, those teams, dude, they excelled. And for me, anyways, they made me a fan of every single person that was involved in that match that night. Like, kudos to them. And at number five, for me, you said you're number six, right? Yes. All right. My number five is the triple threat tag team title, NXT tag team title match from the TakeOver. I think it was before Royal Rumble this year. DIY versus The Revival versus Authors of Pain. Match is nuts. Really? Yeah. Like, that match is awesome. That was I want to say that was The Revival's last match, I think, on NXT before they debuted the night after Raw. I don't think they were on NXT for a few months. Yeah, yeah. And you could possibly argue that, like, maybe that's why they got hurt. 
But then again, NXT has taped like three shows in one night, so right. who knows? But that match, tag team matches in NXT <clears throat> have been stellar, and like, they got it's tag teams down there. Like yeah. I said I told you I like I've been way behind, which is why Street a lot of my matches I don't have much NXT or Ring of yeah. Honor. But like, I know they're out there, and like I said, that's NXT. Mm-hmm. I mean, having legit tag teams, like oh yeah, like, dude, talk definitely, bar, it just helps. Definitely, and I'm excited for NXT with uh, Johnny Gargano last night on NXT won the Fatal 4-Way to be the number one contender for Aldron Cien Alamis' NXT Championship, and I'm really hoping Gargano wins the title and then gets attacked by Tommaso Ciampa Ooh. right after the match, or Tommaso Ciampa attacks him before winning the match. Or if he doesn't win, screws him over. It'd be kind of cool. Hmm. But I would like to see Johnny Gargano win the big one because I think he's one of the most over baby faces in the company right now. Like He's huge. That pop when he wins that match last night was insane. Was it just an NXT event? Yeah. Okay. And Johnny Gargano is one of my favorite wrestlers too. He has been when he was with DIY. I love yeah. Johnny Wrestling is my dude. Love him. Good guy. Good guy. Who's your number five? Uh, I had Usos New Day Hell in a Cell. Mm. Uh, also, well, because you talked about it a little bit, so I'll just throw it up. My number mm. four was SummerSlam Kickoff Usos New Day. Oh, you had them back to back. I won't see it actually on here. I had maybe switch it with SummerSlam because I was. Mm. It's they both I think have two different meanings too. Like mm. obviously we talked about this kickoff one of them being like we're pissed off why are we on here. Yeah, and the Hell in a Cell was the first ever tag team Hell in a Cell. And I think they had something to prove. I mean, they were beating the shit out of each yeah, other. Yeah, they were. I mean, yeah, they I, were. I, it was legit pain on their faces, mm-hmm. and I think it was. It was cool watching because they were hyped up and they had something to prove. Oh and yeah, it was. It was good for a tag team. I think it it showed. Yeah, you can do a tag team match in the Hell in a Cell. Without and a it, doubt. Can, it can work. And I can't was, believe like that was the first one. Yeah, me either. And the candy cane kendo sticks. Yeah, that's the unicorn like, ones. That Edge cool. Christian, the Dudley Edge and Christian Hardys and the Dudley right. Boys. Yeah. How did they? Did we never? How did we never see Hell in a Cell ladder match? Exactly. <laughs> I was yeah. How did we have never seen a Hell in a Cell ladder That'd match be before? Cool, yeah, might be onto something here. Vince, Plug book it. it, book it. Give kid. us some fucking credit. Give, uh, us, give us our deal. Yeah, I, I could almost put both those matches in the same spot. Wow, Hell in a Cell ladder match would actually work, especially now that the way the cell is. Yes. That would work. Hell in a Cell ladder match war games. Ooh, <laughs> bro, bro, blow my mind. What are we bro. doing? My number four was from the Royal Rumble, John Cena versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. Great match. Those two have the chemistry that like came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like Nobody expected those two to be. Yeah. And it really showed actually how good, it, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it shows how good yeah. John Cena can actually be as a wrestler. Oh, definitely. Styles, I think, was kind of the, because Cena had great matches with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and like, that kind of helped jumpstart, like, and Daniel Bryan as well. Right. That helped jumpstart people saying, like, okay, Cena maybe isn't that bad after all. I think Styles was the uh, culmination of, like, that whole thing of, like, Cena is good. Like, right. Cena's really good. Yeah, he's really fucking good. And, yeah, that's why I have. Who's your number four? Uh, well, number four is that Uso's one. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's so, right. my number three, mm-hmm. I'm going uh, Omega, Okada, uh, three, Ooh. G1 Climax. Nice. That was good, man. I really enjoyed watching that. That was the one I hadn't watched until finally she reminded me Mm -hmm. to watch the trilogy. 
I watched that. That was a good match. That there was, was a... Oh, man. I keep mixing up the first one and the third one for some reason on some of the spots. Mm-hmm. I'll just say in general, there were some spots in all three of them that were just... Third one's actually my least favorite, but... Really? I I'd still... I, I was still amazing. I like, went 1-3-2 on that. 1-3-2? Yeah, for some reason, the second... I, I thought it was cool because it was the... Uh, so I'm assuming one's going to be higher on your list. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wow, really? Give it away. Yeah, I don't... I didn't think it was bad, but for I think I think it's just my perception of things where it's like, mm-hmm. where I'm used to like even in WWE where it's like the first match and the second match is usually like, and the mm-hmm. third one is like the one you're waiting for to see what happens. Mm-hmm. But I think it was cool. The, the the second one was great, no doubt. Uh, the time limit finish, all mm-hmm. that. That was. I didn't see it happening, so that was cool. Yeah, no I didn't did. see it happening, so that was cool. Um, but yeah, the third one that was just that was a hell of a. Oh, my number three was Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne two at NXT. I need to watch that. Pete is that Pete Dunne's the oh my the Bruiserweight. He the, made he made the, the United Kingdom on champion Raw that one night, yes. right? Yeah, that match is incredible, dude. I made Wilson. I made Mister Wilson and Yarell watch that last week, and they were like, "This match is awesome." I'm like, yeah. yeah, this match is insane. I've heard it's really. And really they're not good. big wrestling fans, and they were like, "Wow, wow. Yeah. like holy I've shit!" I've heard it's really fucking yeah. good. That match is great. Do you think he'll ever come over here? Yeah, I mean, they're... Well, I mean, doing, like, Raw. Oh, yeah, I think they will. I think they will. They've been on NXT a lot lately. I I like that. I saw him on that Raw. And I think Mm -hmm. I'd never really seen him before, paid attention. I think I texted you and was like, who the fuck is this guy? And why? Who was he? Who did he? Enzo. You wrestled Enzo. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. He like beat the fuck out of him. I was like, Bruiserweight's badass. I was yeah. like, holy shit. You have known him because you texted me and you were like, dude, this guy looks like you because we had the same. Oh yeah, I had that's the same right. hairstyle as him for a while. <laughs> yeah, fucking Mark. But my number two is Asuka versus Ember Moon for the NXT Women's Championship from NXT Brooklyn. Is that where she fucking put her through the table? No, no, that was a fatal four way. They put uh, Nikki Cross through the table. That match was dope, too. I forgot about that match, actually. That match is awesome. But Asuka, Ember Moon, they beat the shit out of each other in that match. Like, they would literally, like, beat the shit out of each other. That's the match where Asuka got hurt in. That's why she forfeited the title. Because she oh, got Oh, yeah, hurt. that's right. Dude, they... That's one of the best women's matches I've ever seen. I don't know if it... For me, I don't know if it tops Sasha Bailey from Brooklyn, but that's close. It it's might... I have to watch them again. Yeah. It might actually top it. Hmm. It's like, and Sasha Bailey to me is the greatest women's match I've ever seen. Yeah, easily. Hmm. That was incredible. Who's Other than like the fucking crying at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your uh, number two? Uh, I actually, this is where I had Styles Lesnar. Styles Lesnar. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I just thought it was really. I think because it finally made it believable that mm-hmm. Lesnar can get beat by anybody. Like when Daniel Bryan years a couple years ago was talking about. Yeah, I could put a up day, a fucking match. This is what like I've been saying for this entire year is that like people are like, well, Lesnar versus Balor wouldn't be believable because like it's this versus this. I go, you're watching professional wrestling. This is a show with a fucking wizard who was your favorite <laughs> wrestler for 20 years. I'm talking about the Undertaker, right? Like. And you're telling me, oh, that's not, but right. this is unrealistic? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, like, God damn it. Like, no. people just drive me nuts. If you tell the story correctly, mm-hmm. it's, anything can work in wrestling. 
you tell the ultimate David versus Goliath story yeah. in Lesnar versus Balor. But I'm happy that they're not doing it because right. I don't think the Demon should lose yet. No. I don't think the Demon should lose until his last match, right. honestly. I think the Demon should always be unbeatable. Yeah, At least definitely. have a few years. Yeah. Possibly do the new Undertaker streak yeah, at Mania. Almost with him, yeah. Like, I'm you know, like let the Demon keep winning. Yep. Or Balor doesn't lose with the Demon. How, how long can the streak go so, on for? Yeah, I hear that. And that will make Balor fucking so over, especially oh, yeah. if he turns heel. He'd yeah. be like, fucking beat him, and he yeah. can't beat him. Right. He'll turn back into the face like, I hope he doesn't lose. lose. Like, yeah, it works good. It works. It's that, amazing. That match, the Styles-Lesnar match was also, I'll give props to Brock Lesnar. He sold. Yeah, he did. Sold really hard and really well. And yeah, it he was did. Really, it, it was, it was I don't such care good selling. It. I think he was hurt. It went, I think he was legitimately at the end, hurt. It went past my mind of like, oh, he's finally selling to like, holy shit, like, AJ's fucking that calf crusher is hurting. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, what I'm talking about yeah. that spot where Lesnar's like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, and it's or like Lesnar caught him at the end. Where I was yeah. like, Ooh. oh, yeah, it didn't I, feel good. It was just, it was cool to see because you were almost like, holy shit, like, Styles might pull something off. That just here, goes man. to show you how good Styles really is. Exactly, Styles can have a great match with anybody. He made fucking Jinder Mahal look good. Yeah. Like that, the first title match that they had when Styles won the title, yeah, that match was great. Like that's a great match. Yeah. It was actually. I'll give props to Jim Mahal on the uh, there's a SmackDown and the Money in the Bank match against Randy Orton. The, Mahal and Orton actually had oh, decent. Yeah. Mahal and Orton had decent chemistry. Yeah. Except the Punjabi Prison match though, that was a clusterfuck. That was tough, man. That was a clusterfuck. That was tough. I, th- I don't know, like, and like it's such a hard match to do too. It's like it was already much. bad, and then they bring out the Great Kelly. I know like, WWE what? was banking on the, the fact that Great Kelly wasn't a part of that match, so maybe it could have been a good match. Yeah. But Great Kelly, that was the part I actually liked about the match. And like, really, I was like, yeah, because I get it. Because I was like, oh, I get it. Like Kali is kind of like the final boss of a video game. Like, Ooh. there's levels in the Punjabi prison, <laughs> and the last level is that you have to yeah. get past the monster. You have completed like, the Punjabi prison. Yeah, that's what it seemed like to me. Like. And it totally made sense. It's like, this is the first level, the second level is the outside of the ring, and then the third level is that you have to get past the Great Kali. Yeah. It's like in Sonic when you had to kill the guy in the helicopter. It's like Donkey Kong. (laughs) Like, it's, oh my God, it is. It's Donkey Kong. It's true. (laughs) Holy shit. Uh, But never do that match again. No, never. Please Uh, don't. And what's your number one match of 2017? Omega Okada, Wrestle Kingdom 11. Oh, you told me it wasn't. I was lying. Oh, cool. My number one. It's a tie. Ooh. I have a tie at number one. Bum, bum, bum. A three-way tie oh. because it's the Omega Okada trilogy. Okay, so, yeah, that's basically my number one. Yeah, I, I can't. You can't top those matches. But I didn't want to use all three for... Yeah. I couldn't help it. I couldn't pick. Like, yeah. I think I like the second one the best, but then I think back to the first one and how it, like, changed, like, my outlook on, like, some wrestling and, like, outside. and That's like, legit what it did to me. Like, it makes me want to watch more New Japan yep. and, like... Hundred percent. The third one came along. And it's like the culmination of like the yeah. story. You know, Mega finally does it, and it's yeah. like I couldn't pick. Like they're I, that's my number one because they the storytelling in that match is amazing. And I think the second one is my favorite just because of the one spot of where Cody runs down the ring with the with the towel, and he's like, "I'm gonna." Throw the towel in, but like the young bucks stop him. Yeah, and Omega looks like he's dead. Yep. And Omega comes back, and every the Bullet Club, everybody a part of the Bullet Club on the outside, it's like holy shit. He hits those moves, and they all pop, and then the whole place pops. Yeah, like 
usually J- Japanese crowds like don't like really pop like for a lot of stuff like they'll clap but like mm-hmm. like ooh ah like they'll clap right. but they go nuts for those matches like it's a I think the second one's my favorite yeah that was good and then I was holding off on this in the Okada Cody match this is why this made my top ten over a, a couple other matches it ties in to the trilogy because. Omega comes down during Okada Rhodes with the white towel, smirking and smiling like he's going to throw the towel and acts like mm. he's going to do it, kind of distracting Cody from winning the match. And that's how Okada wins, setting, huh. planting seeds for right. the in- inevitable Bullet Club implosion. Like, right. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But, yeah, that's my number one. Yeah, those were good. There was... I had a couple. I should have knew. I should have wrote down. But there was a couple like those table spots on the outside. Mm. Where oh man, what was? But the first match when Okada flies over the rope, like he does that back body drop over the ropes. Oh yes, that was. Oh my god. Oh the height. And like, he hit it perfect. Yeah, he hit it fucking. He hit perfect. it spot on. Except those tables don't break in half. No, they don't. They break neck, like just down. His head like snaps forward. Yeah, dude. What was cool like, about that is like he got. He got flipped, and when he was in the air, he held it almost for like a split second yeah. where he was like, you know, he, he sold it pretty much yeah. midair and then flipped you know into what? it. Oh, you know who the true, you know who's the true underdog of that match? Of like, people don't give enough credit for, I think, during those matches because the matches are insane either way. The Young Bucks are amazing yeah. on the outside of telling the story. Yeah. And like, they don't get involved during any of the matches. They are just on the outside, just there, right. just cheering them on. But that intensity of the way they act and, like, the way, like, they pop and, like, react to moves and, like, how they were telling their story, too, they added so much more intensity to that match that I think than people yeah. realize. What was uh, – there was a table spot in the third one. I don't remember. Where Okada went through the table. The third one's the only one I've watched once. Really? I've watched the other two, like, a few times. In the third one, there's a The first one I've there. watched like a hundred times. There's I've a, shown people that match. It's, like, it's crazy. There's a th- table spot in the third one where Okada goes through it, I believe. And uh, there actually takes like there's a two or three minutes of Omega like standing off and they're checking on Okada. And then finally mm-hmm. Omega's like, fuck you. I'm going to throw him in the ring and keep beating his ass. Oh, man. I don't, I don't, just in, in general, mm-hmm. all three of those are just fucking... Oh, they're great. Oh, my God. They're great. The second match, um, during the second match, I was actually out uh, hanging out with people, and I woke up, was hanging out with friends. We actually didn't go to sleep. We were, we were still drinking. It was like, I want to say like 6 o'clock in the morning, and I got a text message from my friends, and they're like, it's on. It's happening now. It's on. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going to go home. I drove <laughs> home. Drove home. Got in bed at like 6.50. I think it was like 6.50 in the morning. Got in bed. Watched the entire Omega Okada 2 live. Like, I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, holy shit. I kept looking at my phone. I'm like, holy shit. This match is like an hour uh, long. Yeah. Like, I was ready to go to sleep. Like, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, those are it. That's it. That's our top ten matches. We're at Ooh. two hours and 30 minutes. Wow. We should cut out everything you fucking said. <laughs> Fuck you. I like. I want to come back, but like I don't. So I want to end this. Like <laughs> same. Like I want a banner with you, but yeah, no. But this is the only time this. I think it's granted. Like we get the extra long episode because of the end. It's the it's the end of the year. It's the end of the year. It's top ten. 
and we'll also go back we, to our normal hour and 30 yeah. minutes next week <laughs> well it just sucks because we can go for hours about instead shit. of complaining about how long this episode is maybe think about it as like merry christmas you get two episodes yeah. in one happy hanukkah happy hanukkah Happy New Year's. Two episodes in one. So, yeah, that was our top ten. So, top ten. You know um, what? You know what my favorite co-host was this year of 2017, Jim? Who? Dan. Who? Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's a gauge. You kind of barely beat the one guy who was on for, like, hey. a few episodes. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, ten, new, I actually just figured a new New Year's resolution. Kill me? Okay, two <laughs> new resolutions. What's that? Um, gonna watch more New Japan and more Ring of Honor. There you go. Yeah, definitely, definitely. My uh, two thousand eight, two thousand real two thousand eighteen uh, New Year's resolution is to keep moving forward with this show and PWP and to Let's suck my dick. Yeah, and watch more porn. Right, porn just suck dick. What? All right, all right. This is just. It's been a very long episode. I'm yeah. done. I need to beat Stout one more time in NHL. Yeah, we're out of here. We're out of here. Happy New Year's. Have a good year. Happy New Year's, you fucking marks. Love each other. Don't be mean to each other. Be nice. Be nice. Be nice to each other. Be nice to each other. Just be nice to each other. Fuck you, Jim. Bye. Bye. See you next year. Woo. Bye. Pussies.